Thanks for listening to the Pillage Cast. This episode, uh, the episode we just finished, you've listened to it. We hope you enjoy it because this is the Backwards Cast. Thanks, Pillagers. We're doing it backwards. I'm glad you enjoyed that. Yep. It's good to be here. We're not going to announce who we are. You'll get that at the beginning, which is later. Uh, let, let's go ahead and do some plugs here. Um, Phil, what do you uh, what do you got for uh, plugs on this uh, backwards episode of the Pillage Cast? Well, since we've been talking about the uh, Web Comics Advocates panel, we got to go webcomicsadvocates.com, also braxcomics.com. Uh, lots of exciting stuff there related to our panel. All, all that stuff we talked about, yeah. right? Yeah. In this episode, that's right. It's all there. Great. Uh, I would recommend that everyone checks out Mortifera Comics at mortifera.net and also uh, read up on Wildstar. Yeah. It's, it's a new... Uh, As we talked about when we did our Comic-Con recap in this episode, yeah, that was, it, that was that's coming up that happened. Right, right. Uh, yeah, Wildstar, very cool. Um, you can also check out uh, the uh, Extra Damage cast, the video game podcast that I do. Uh, that happens at extradamage.com, and uh, usually we drop something every Thursday, so we try. And uh, PillageCast. Find us at uh, pillagecast.com. Uh, find us on our Facebook page. That's at uh, facebook.com slash thepillagecast, I think. I don't know. It's in there. You search for that name, you'll find it. That's the thing I like about the word PillageCast. So. We're the only one. Yep. We are the only one. Um, so, yeah, we're doing everything backwards. You know what that means? Phil fact. It's time for a Phil fact right now. All right, Phil. All right. It's time for a fact. Well, we're, it's 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 a brief one tonight. Maybe some stuff you've heard before. A little little nature fact tonight. Uh, you guys familiar with the monotremes? I have no idea what you just said. Are they monitoring us? Oh no, no. mono m o n o t r e m e. Uh, it's a it's a, a small uh, actually just consists of two species of mammals that are unique in the animal kingdom. They are the two mammals that actually lay eggs, like a platypus. Platypus is one. Do you know the other one? Uh, yikes! Shoot, they're both some, found in Australia. Incidentally, some sort of wallaby. It's actually it's called a an echidna or spiny anteater. Oh yeah, an echidna. Yeah. Right. I didn't know they laid eggs, but I've heard of that before. Yes, those are the two mammals that lay eggs, um, which I'm sure you've probably heard. You know, of course you know about that. But just the one quick fun fact about uh, the platypus. Uh, I don't know if you guys know about this. I mean, you think of platypus, they're kind of goofy looking. They're cute. They Makes got a duck bill. Crave you know, They right have now. a venomous spur on their hind feet. Yep. And it could like Ooh, kill the, a small dog. They're real poisonous. I think that's male ones, right? Yeah, the male ones. That's correct. Yes. All right. Well, you already knew that, but that's kind of fun. Did you know that a duck has a corkscrew penis? I did know that. Yes. But I don't <laughs> you, think that you can were so kill a excited. Dog. Like I, I just nodded. Like yeah, yeah. Terrifying. But, but Phil a a terrifying. That. Yeah. No, he, that's he that's knew. real. <laughs> yeah. He's he's seen nature many. is terrifying. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so there you go. That's a quick one. It's a quick one for tonight because I knew, you know, we uh, we spent so long with all the other, you know, reviewing and recaps that I figured we well, better get through this quick. We're doing a quick one backwards. <laughs> right. Because Phil is back asswards and he right. needs to get out of here quick. So right. we're front loading the show with Phil. That's right. right. <laughs> we probably already uh, lost most of the listeners at this point. Yeah, anyway. they're the just one, like, what, what the is happening? The ones that normally it, tune out when the Phil's music starts, they're already gone. Yeah. Maybe. 
Yeah. Or maybe, so. maybe they think they're caught in a backwards time continuum like that one episode of Star Trek The Next Generation. Yeah. And they're starting to like freak out. They're checking their, their their microwave clock. Or you could be like Kiefer Sutherland at the end of the movie Mirrors when he realized he's in the mirror and everything's backwards. That is fucked Whoa. up. Listeners, you need to make sure that is not happening to you right now. <laughs> you need to look, see if you can read words and make sure they're not backwards. Yes. Can you count forwards? If so, you are stuck in the mirror world. And since the second Mirrors movie that went direct to DVD didn't pick up with his character being stuck there, it just went to a whole oh, set of new they're characters. They're going to turn into a I new have person? I have no idea. I just don't know wh- what to tell him to do oh. because 24 is still stuck in the Mirror world as far as I'm concerned. I was thinking that like they would just all of a sudden jump cut into a new person. Like They would now become take Maybe. on the life of a new... I'm pretty sure that like Mirrors 2 has Nick Stahl in it, so you would go from... Kiefer Sutherland and Nick Stahl. Just recast in the middle of their yeah. life as a new yeah. actor. Yeah. But he's a different character, so it's not even... They oh. they don't even oh, pick him up. Not the same dude. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Okay. They just say, well, here's another story with same, mirrors same thing, and a ghost. Guy. Yeah. Okay. It might be the same ghost. That's I don't know. Good. I didn't watch it very closely. Um. All right. Well, that has been your Phil fact. Uh, let's, let's move on into the thing that we do when we hear this music. All right, there is a reason that we're doing this show backwards. The first is, why not? That's the reason. reason. It made perfect sense. It did. Or it's made stupid sense, and that's what I liked about it. (laughs) Um, So the second thing is, um, Phil has to go, and we want to talk about all this stuff that we're going to talk about right now, which is what we'd normally talk about after all that other stuff. But instead, we're doing it now. Yeah, Um, which makes total sense. Yeah. So we had a uh, we had the annual Comic Con trip that happened. San Diego. What was that last week? San. That was no. That was two weeks. Two ago. weeks ago. Wow. That was two a, weeks, yeah. yeah. That was t- time. It uh, it, it compresses time and then it stretches yeah. it so that you don't know whether you're coming yeah. or going. But but everyone last week heard uh, the megacast. It was and, released, and uh, there was a lot of people talking over each other. There was a lot of background was. noise. Wasn't, wasn't the best sound quality. <laughs> uh, we need to maybe think about getting a mixer at some point or something. Um, but uh, that was in the the heat of it. That was on Friday, so that was Comic Con wasn't even half over. Yeah, um, yeah when you're we, right. When we that did was, that, that so, was that was like the just like as it was hitting its stride. Yeah. So um, we we. We have a still stuff that has not ever been talked about. So let's talk about the whole Comic Con experience. Let's talk about the things you want to talk about, <sighs> Mr. Gates. What? Uh, how was Comic Con for you? Oh, I just got it. It was it was a it was a lightning flash blur of excitement and overwhelmedness and and tired, hungry, thirsty. <laughs> it was it was good. It was all these wonderful things. Although I will say, I walked around that damn floor two or three times. And I didn't see one thing that was just like, ooh, I have to have that, or that's super awesome, or, hey, that t-shirt is totally worth $28. Right. <laughs> none, none of that. You apparently didn't see the shirt that my wife got. What did she get? She got a f- just big old John Luke Picard oh, shirt. That's awesome. Big, just him, uh, computer screen, like uh, uh, framing, you know, the way their computer screen looks framing around it so it looks like it's just his face on a computer screen oh man i've been on have you seen the new posters for the x the next x-men movie with him and young Mm kind of inner oh Mm -hmm. i've been i've been on a sir patrick and sir ian kick like anything i can get with them in it 
Love those two mm-hmm. dudes. Um, yeah, I'll tell you about. I saw Wolverine, so okay. I'll tell you oh, more oh, about that. Ooh. Mm. But let's keep talking about Comic Con. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that that was my take on it. It was just an overwhelming feast of the senses. Um, it was fun. I didn't see anything that was just like all that spectacular. But I was only there for two days. So now, what? Now I'm fucking furious that mm. I missed out on the panel that these two gentlemen partook in they have their little san diego comic-con paper cut out nameplates and shit that's right getting that frame on the, on the back tells you to be careful when cussing because there might be little kids it doesn't say don't cuss it just says just hey remember yeah be mindful of it there, make it yeah, count maybe yeah make it count <laughs> <laughs> so what would give me your highlight like what was your what was your favorite moment um or your favorite uh, moments. no wait they're like tops yeah okay this gentleman josh sitting across from me bought me dinner on friday night and it was one of the best dinners <laughs> I, i've ever eaten it was fan freaking tastic <laughs> where did you go we went to the place that i get free food at it was so, no oh. it was <laughs> so i bought nothing it was it was comped on the corporate account but yeah. i felt like a baller yeah it was oh, all around got to try a new milkshake aces like honestly, that that dinner was probably like one of the good. The it's like a tradition pinnacles. now, yeah. Uh, Comic Con tradition. Yeah, for me, honestly, it wasn't so much the events. Mm-hmm. It was just like hanging out with my, you know, my people, the mm-hmm. peeps, mm-hmm. the crew. So th- that was just hanging out with y'all. Okay. Like that was honestly my favorite part. Everything else was kind of just like, hey, superheroes, cool, marketing, yeah. costumes, yeah. Yeah. video games. <laughs> Did you go to marketing. any panels? Legos, gates? action figures. All right, cool. Yeah. Did you go oh, to any it, panels? Um, I don't think you did, didn't you? I ju- no, just just the wild star. Yeah, one. just the the wild star panel, mm-hmm. and that was about it. Okay. Everything else was just too long of lines. There were pe- okay, yeah. so I was stumbling back trying to get to the the bus to go back to the hotel at like two a.m. in the morning down in San Diego, and there are people camped all the way around a solid ring around the entire convention center like you don't even need a hotel room anymore you just need a sleeping bag and and to be okay with being a bum (laughs) but yeah there were people in line at all hours of day for hall h where it was just like no i'm not going to compete with these people that have no lives i have things to do like gas lamp was happening yeah that I saw a light... Okay, here's another highlight. I can't okay. believe I forgot to tell you guys about this. I saw a solid two-minute lightsaber duel in the middle of an intersection with, I'd say, 400 people. <laughs> in the gas lamp district across the street, like, That's everyone awesome. was trying to cross the street, and it was just cram-packed with yeah. people. And yeah. it, was, it looked like Mardi Gras, almost. Like, it was that kind of, like, a vibe, which is people just seas of people on the streets and people are trying to cross the street and like they're waiting for the crossing look signal to light up and then it finally did and all these people swarm out into the street and it just starts swelling and swelling and swelling to the point where the entire intersection is closed down with people cars cannot go so and all these people having like a fake lightsaber battle and like some of them are dressed as Jabba the Hutt and others <laughs> are like have those Wookiee robes. Did you see the Wookiee robes finally? I did. Yeah. So they're all like people are losing their shit nerd style in the middle of uh, and they were probably I would say eighty percent of them were pretty drunk, but that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
but it went through two full cycles of lights like full green oh and God. red full green and red and i'm looking around like i got a little bit of video of it and then i'm looking around like where are the cops this is getting out of control <laughs> so then i see the cops roll up and they just kind of giggle about it like <laughs> yeah I, I, the cops were so well behaved yeah i don't know if you noticed that but they were told like you will have a million f- camera phones on you if you do yeah. anything yeah. to anyone <laughs> don't give anybody attitude just be sweet and nice to these people get their money and get them out of the city safely like the most the most filmed time ever right so the cops just allow this full-on star wars melee of people with lightsabers in the middle of the street like literally two to four hundred people going crazy before one of them finally hits like the bloop bloop on their uh siren and then everyone all right everyone like cheers like holds their start like their lightsabers up in victory and yeah. then, and then they just kind of like trickle off into the each of the directions <laughs> that's that was, a that's that an was, amazing like that was a pretty cool moment yeah organic yeah it, just no, happening. It, it, it was not like a flash mob it was just people going crazy with exuberance and like i was waiting for the cops to roll in with tear gas and they were just kind of like giggling about it and everyone <laughs> and like all the normal san diegans that were just there to like party on gas lamp because that's where they right. go clubbing like they were laughing their asses off about it oh it was good um yeah, that, that that whole area has gotten crazier and crazier. Like yeah. it seems it's like expanding that's where all the life out. Was. Yeah, it's expanding out because there's just not there's not enough room in the convention center. So you're finding more and more people kind of gravitating outwards and yeah. Oh, crap. I I don't know if I told you about this part either. <laughs> okay. Oh, so this was after I left you at that dinner. Like okay. I was just so I just wanted yeah. to go home and have a coma. But you had did you have to go back to that party? Yeah, so oh. I had to go to this party at some like random like upscale hotel in like the like the far end of the gas lamp district. So I go up there, you know, free booze whatever. I'm like, "All right, so I enjoy a little bit of that scene. I leave to go to the bathroom. I try to get back in." And the doorman's like, no, we're shutting this party down. Everyone has to go. So I'm like, crap. All right. Okay. All right. I'll meet up with you guys later. I'm going to be waiting downstairs. No big deal. So I'm sitting around waiting and, and out comes the hotel, uh, Jason Siegel, who oh, is huh. a beautiful gentleman. Can okay. I just say that? Like just beautiful soul, wonderful person. Like each person that saw him like lost their shit. And he, you could tell like the burden on his shoulders, like, oh, yeah. but then he fully like wrapped his arm around him big smile for the picture because he knew it was going to make their night right like so he was like doing it to make their night even though he was totally bummed he was trying to go to a party and then neil patrick harris goes into the hotel and he's like i need to go to my room and people are like no can i take a picture he's like okay sure yeah you know like totally like pretending to be like i don't i don't want to say to you guys that like i don't want to feel they they don't want to seem sometimes they don't want to seem like ungrateful, but at the same time, like I wish I didn't have to pull this star card. Yeah. But like I just want to go to right. my room. I have to go to the bathroom. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and I can't take pictures with all but of you. There is literally no way I can say any of this without coming off as a huge douche, and it will be written up all yeah. over the place. So, so it's like let's autograph, this. autograph, autograph, yeah. couple of steps, autograph, couple of steps, autograph, and then he was out. All right. So, anyways, the rest of the party gets down from like their big party. The rest of the people. And, like, the main marketing woman of, of that company that we were hanging out with, she's like, okay, I got us on the guest list for the Walking Dead party, but we have to get there in the next 15 minutes. So it's a bunch of just smashed people trying to get across the <laughs> Gaslamp District at, like, we're talking, this is like... Where is it at? 
Uh, it was just, I don't know. Somewhere. I was just following people at that point. Somewhere. Uh, yeah. Okay. So the people I was staying with at their hotel room, they were going. Okay. So we get you to- You don't have a key. <laughs> no, no. We aren't even checked in at that point. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was Jeez. bad. It was bad. Um, so I'm rolling with everything I have on my back. I'm this huge. So, and everyone was just at a party. So we get there and like only four of the people are actually on the list of like the seven that are, (laughs) that are in the group. And one of the guys turns to me, he's just like, look, man, I really like you. You're an awesome guy, but it's about to get ugly in about two minutes. No offense, but I'm going in this party. I'll catch up with you guys later. Have fun. So anyway, this was a friend of yours that said that. Uh, yeah, basically. Yeah. So uh, he shows his ID. He's on the list. He gets in. Next person shows ID. Gets on the list. Gets in. I show up. Their list, like, oh hey, uh, and I'm just like, oh hold on, and I'm like trying to find my wallet, and I sneak past security. I get in, and it's fucking Weezer just playing a surprise set right there, like what? blasting my face off. I'm like, whoa, I was not expecting Weezer to be here right now. Like this is totally crazy, random side tangent party mission, right? Um, and then the security guy's just like, oh hey, you need to go back to the check-in table, and I'm like, oh okay, cool, yeah, no, totally, right on. I'll, I'll head back there right now. So then as I was walking back, I tried to like get lost in the crowd and, you know, like shuffle in amongst the other people and, and try to start to look like I just should belong there. And the guy found me again. And, cause I'm not going to, you know, I stick out pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> so so I go back to, to the. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, that and all those people are in like party outfits and I'm still in my Comic Con right. like day hiking outfit. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so it turns out the I was not on the list. Oh, and right. A couple of other people were not on the list. So we ended up going home, but I still got two Weezer songs out of just like Oh, nice. I was in the Walking Dead party for like oh, <laughs> a minute and a half, 2 minutes. It was great. <laughs> and then I got kicked out and then I went and slept. And it was good. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. That's that's crazy. Yeah. That's that was a- that was my So yeah, it was it was about just random people stuff. But um, no, I okay. So, what the hell? You guys had a panel at Comic Con. Stop playing humble here. <laughs> Did we? No. Is that what happened? I saw the picture evidence. I didn't, Phil, is this true? It, oh, it's also, true. listeners, these fucking chuckleheads lost the video. I don't know which one of you is responsible. We didn't for that. lose the uh, video. It never existed. Uh, yeah. No. Some, so some idiot Phil, forgot Phil their cont- camera. Yeah, Phil can tell this All right, story. Take me back to square one here. What happened, people? I left it in the hotel room. There's no magical story to it. I forgot it. <laughs> I brought, brought it to camera. San Diego. I had it with me. Okay. So that, that, that's <laughs> the whole story. We recorded the audio, but it's not great. Yeah. Um, next year, I want to, uh, because it's just like a handheld thing in the audience. So it doesn't, it's, you know, it's the way it sounds when you're sitting in the audience, not Were super loud. Were there any good one-liners or quips, or did you get a cheap pop from the crowd? Uh, what are we talking about? I think so. Uh, it's hard to remember any of it. Probably happened so fast. I will tell you this. We got a lot of good laughs. Josh, there is a recording of it. You can listen to it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Josh was like hilarious and and we're from here on out gates he will he will moderate every panel I'm a part of. Like I don't know why we That's didn't right. think of this before. Yeah. You know, I mean cuz he runs the show. He kept us going. He kept us on track as far as, you know. I know how to interrupt Brendo. Exactly. He, got, he kept <laughs> Brendan off, like, you know. I know he, how to He let him tangent just enough. That yeah, you that know? Is I know how to a, let him oh. go and then say, "Okay, let's bring this back in." You have I'm going to be ask, so delicate. I'm going to, to reframe right? what you're saying into the next question. Oh, that is an art. So it, that it he doesn't masterful. know what it really was. And then when when he took questions and I, I like cats. This is why this works. 
I understand how to hurt. When people say it's like hurting mm, cats, yeah. I understand what that actually means. <laughs> that occurs in your home. Yes, I do that all the yeah. time. And it is a very delicate operation. <laughs> yeah, you can't be too jarring no, at all. You will not ha- get the desired How outcome. do you feel about getting up off this couch? Let's go upstairs <laughs> so I can get some work done down here. Now, we're going to take it slow here, but I'm going to put some treats over here. We'll right. see if we can't get you up. <laughs> no, that, yeah, that, this is a real thing. Um, I So, Phil, this, I, I guess the first thing is, yeah, Web Comics Advocates and the Brax Comics, they had a panel. You guys, did you guys just sign up and say, hey, we want to do one? And they said yes? Well, basically, but, I mean, we've been, you know, we started doing, it's a similar panel to what we've done at Long Beach, and we also did in Texas that one time. And right. so after we did the first one, starting that year, I started applying every year at uh, at San Diego. And there's a little form, you know, if you have a pro badge or, uh, you know, if, you, if you've gotten, if you're in already, you can, there's a little form that you can fill out that, you know, you talk about what kind of panel you'd like to do. And every year just, you know, their, their policy is if we're interested, we'll let you know. And if you don't hear anything, you're not in. And we've right. never heard anything. Brendan tried it this year, so you know. I mean, I don't know if it was do, him writing you, it differently. Yeah. What do What do you think was the difference, it, or is it literally we have no idea? Just this time it worked. Yeah. We. I mean, we don't know for sure. Our guesses are, for one, you know, I mean, we've been trying it. For, we've been pros for a while. We're a little right. more established. We're all doing more things, so there's a little bit more weight to the name. Uh, the other is Brendan used uh, Martha's name, the, the lady that runs the Long Beach Comic Con, as a reference. Oh, I don't know if they contacted her, but it's very possible they did. And sure, in which case, you know, um, you know that that could have definitely made the difference. So I, I don't know. Sure. We're not sure. Um, it's also possible that there just was not a lot of web comics related panels this year. So it's also possible we just kind of filled in a gap. The only it's funny because I I th- can only think of really one other one, and it was at the exact same time. Right, <laughs> they were both at the same time. Right, so we were up kind directly of up against the one and only other exclusively web comics thing. I think there was a couple panels where web comics people were involved. Yeah, but not just about the subject of web comics. You know, right. So I right. don't know. So. So yeah, so you guys get to do a, a panel, and I remember when we got there. This was on Thursday. It was a decent time. It was five o'clock. Yeah, and um, that's prime time. Yeah, not bad at all. Um, I was. Uh, I don't. I don't get nervous about like. No, you don't. Getting up in front of people, I don't get nervous You're performing. Kind of Cold blooded. Ne- I never have, but I get nervous of all of the before time, like when things are. Prep. Yes. Like, up. are we ready? Are we? Are we do we have everything? Yes. Do you have your notes? So, um, I was a little bit anxious. Like, I had a little bit of anxiety just of like, and I think Phil and Breno probably could feel the same. But because um, I had like written out my questions and stuff, like I knew I had an idea of that stuff. I'd met Patrick, the the other panelist. I met him and just made sure everything was cool. Like, I felt good about that. When I when I got there, I I think it, the reality set in of like. We need people here, and is there is there going to be anyone in that room? Oh, right. That was definitely my biggest room. thing. Yes, I'm, like I'm, what do we do if there's like two people there and one of them is my wife and the others ish? Right, like, right. Like do do you just go on? You pretend there's a room, like you know, is it being recorded? And then I, I think we we mentioned it. We're just like I just hope there's 
one more person than there are people up on stage. Right. Like That's, we need <laughs> right. we need more than four. Right. Because if it's if there's like three people in the audience, it's going to be a bummer. That is the base um, ratio. Yeah. So the nice thing about Comic Con is you can go into the panel before. So we waited around outside. We kind of psyched ourselves up or whatever, and then we go in because we haven't even been inside that room. Oh, we don't geez. even know what was going no, on. You got to own the space. So then we go in there, maybe like ten minutes before the the panel before there's ending, and the there's a good crowd of people in there. Probably maybe about I would say fifty. Yeah, somewhere around there. Probably about that, and um, uh. They, uh, well, you know what it was actually when I started feeling okay was when we saw that guy that's been to the Long Beach panels go in there beforehand. Right. And we and actually we saw, we heard a couple of people ask at the door, is this where the webcomics thing is? Yes. So there was like two people and then that guy, and then there was like maybe two more people they'd been going in and they're going in really late into this panel. So, you know, you're thinking, well, maybe they are going to this panel and they're super late, but odds are they're going to the next one. So I started feeling way better when I realized, like, we I've counted, like, five people. All right, we're set. Sure. Like, we could do this for five people. We'll have seven when we add our friends. Right, like, right. You know, it'll be great. So we go in there, and there, there's actually a decent crowd in that room. And uh, the other panel, like, it doesn't seem like, I don't know, I just got the feeling nobody was interested in that panel that was going on. And it's like a comic it's a comic uh, company talking about like the comics they're doing, and they're doing some big stuff. I don't think anybody cared. Wow! <laughs> so they finish, and like nobody's leaving, and so I'm like, "Oh crap!" Like this is a lot of people here right now ready See, to go most people would be worried about the exact opposite they're like the more people the more pressure yeah no no, <laughs> no quite the opposite yeah. well and so i was just surprised and then i'm like okay well now i can just do what i would normally do um and uh and then at the we the people kept kind of coming in and by the uh peak of the of the panel there was like 81 people in there they did a count yeah so um in a relatively yeah. small room so it felt pretty full you know yeah, oh yeah. There's uh, they were spread out enough that it's like okay, there's a bunch of people here that that want to listen. And you know, we got uh we got some decent questions and I mean that's always a scary thing. It's like, oh, we we want to ask questions. I didn't realize how important. So they Phil and Bruno came up with this thing where they wanted to give anybody in the audience 30 seconds to come up and talk about their projects that they've been working on. That's great. And I was like shotgun and Like I'm running a timer and I'm going to cut you off. Like no you better way. get this done. Yeah. How many people did you have to like, uh, shut there were, down? That most people finished before the okay. 30 seconds. You okay. had to do a couple warnings. Would, yeah. I was like oh, five that's... seconds. And then I'm like, ah, got, get out of here. That's awesome. Um, but there was a lot of people excited for that. And that was a genius idea to get, uh, I think the, a bunch yeah. of people to come into there. And that's kind of, I think um, how we sold it in the first place, honestly, like back in long beach days, because we, yep. were, we were no one, but because we had like the community aspect to it, it was like, oh, okay, it's a thing for other right. people too. You know, yeah. It's not just to talk about our own stuff, you know. So yeah, I thought it went well. I mean, everybody seemed to enjoy it, and it sounds like they got some good feedback afterwards. And I guess the, the real test will be whether, uh, whether it, uh, we, they get asked again. Yeah. But from, I, I, I can't imagine with some of the panels there that, keep happening that it doesn't seem like anybody goes to they keep happening so right right well I, and the I fact because you know I, I talked to the official comic-con people there and they do you know like josh said they do a count like every 15 minutes or so throughout the day to see how the ebb and flow of people are for each panel and for ours 
like like Josh said, you know, we had a, a significantly higher attendance than the one before, and a lot of the room, not entirely, but a lot of the room cleared after ours. Oh yeah, ton of people left. Which means they weren't right sticking around for the next one. No. They were there for us. Yeah. And the next panel, I mean, I didn't stay through the whole thing, but partway through the next panel, they had significantly less than ours again. So we had huh? more people than the panel before or after us. Wow, um, you guys sound a little bit surprised about that, and I'm just I'm like, it's just no, hard to it, gauge, though. Like, no, it's hard to know. It makes of time. perfect sense to me. Like, <laughs> I ha- like I hang out with you guys because you do have that magnetic star quality. <laughs> like, that's that is no surprise to me. Well, we got. I mean, we got really positive feedback afterwards. People coming up and saying that. I mean, literally, we had one guy say this was the best panel I've ever been to at a comic con, and I think he may have been using some hyperbole and maybe hadn't gone or this is the first time he's ever been but but people were (laughs) saying stuff like that this was great it was so fun a a lot of things that people were saying too is that it was informative and entertaining at the same time yeah we weren't just shilling our own stuff which i think matters to people you know and participation is huge people want to feel like they're a part of it when you had to shut down the questions we had i mean there was we could have kept going the whole hour on questions could have we can we could definitely structure it i think even a little bit better so oh, yeah, that be if we could answer but other questions. I, I was I too. was stoked. Yeah. I mean, I, I still can't believe uh, how positive people reacted to it. I mean, it's not. I I feel like we do a good show. It's a good. You know, it's not that. It's just I didn't know if anyone would know to even show up to it. You know, that was yeah. That was the it's, bigger there's factor. always the thing of like, well, we do well in these small places, but nobody, you know, no one's gonna care in the big leagues. Right. Some of our own then, friends didn't even show up. Yeah, those traders. Yeah. Um, that was pretty fucked up yeah like you guys you guys think oh it's all funny haha when i'm like no matt benson sucks <laughs> and i'm like no i can see his character <laughs> he well, wasn't he, there for his he friends showed his true colors him and Derek That's, did yeah. not show up to ours they went to go well, see well they, they they specifically beforehand said they're going to the trey parker and matt stone yeah. panel which you know i everybody keeps saying like well, those guys never come to comic-con and i'm like Watch it on YouTube. Yeah. Like I don't know. Yeah. Like right. Because we might well, never cares, get a chance really. to see it. We might, but we might not. Yeah. You never know. It, yeah. No, but they are most definitely gonna be speaking other places and right. doing other things. And like you're saying, yeah, he could watch it on YouTube. Yeah. Whereas that's like the people that you're in the trenches with, when they get their fucking moment in the sunshine, you can't be there yeah. to enjoy it with them. Right. Yeah. You fucking suck. Well, I, again, I've always said there will be the day when the uh the panel is going on in Hall H and like Benson and Derek will be there like, hey, can we get in? We'll be like, sorry, guys, there's just no room. No, I, I don't buy that because you're not that heartless and you don't have that amount of balls. You would need a combination of heartlessness and extra uh, balls to do know. that. Well, we'll have you no, as our gatekeeper riding, then, Gates. And then. They're going to be riding your coattails. They're just going to know that they're in the back seat. But if you're the you gatekeeper, the, if you're handing out the tickets for us, Gates, then, then we'll I, know. Hey, I will gladly <laughs> handle all of those uncomfortable situations for you. I've never strayed away from an uncomfortable I, situation. But if you can buffer yourself from it, you know yeah. what? You don't need those, um, that dirt on your hands. Well, so I I want to ask Phil about his Comic Con, but honestly, you can listen to a giant episode on radio. Yeah, Bernie I don't want to go into talk too about much their detail. But what what? Give me just uh, a panel was a highlight. Uh, what are a couple panel is definitely a highlight. Well, real, two more very quick things that I I did kind of mention on ours, but it's pertinent to this show. Sure. Um, 
one, and I, th- I think Gates heard about this, but we Brendan and I got recognized on the floor after the fact. People came up and said that they really liked our panel, wow. which was pretty I didn't awesome. know that. Yeah, I, I mean, I yeah, I believe it. it. was I mean, and it was it was actually like professional comics guys. One of the guys was the guy that created the, the comic strip out over the hedge that they made a movie about. Oh, yeah. He, he came up and said, you guys were great. We really loved your panel and wanted to ask them more questions, but they didn't get a chance to because so many people were talking to us afterwards. So... That was That's like awesome. a huge highlight for me. Just That's cool. Like, wow. But uh, the other one is kind of funny. It's actually about Josh. Um, Brennan was taking me around on Saturday and talking to he, – he bumped into Kevin Smith, and we got, like, you know, VIP tickets to go on his panel. And as a result, we were kind of going around talking to a lot of his people during the day, uh, people that work for him or work around him, and Brennan was introducing me. So that was kind of cool. And we talked to one guy who – he had actually he'd heard that we had a panel because Brennan was like tweeting about it and he booked it over and caught like the last 10 minutes of it or something like that. And, you know, he said he thought it was great and he really, uh, really liked what we did. And he said, you know, oh, man, who is that guy you had moderating? He's great. And Brennan said, oh, it's Josh Anderson. He's, he does the pillage cast. He's, oh, yeah, I love that guy. He, he's uh, he moderates a lot of great stuff. I, I always love the when he moderates stuff. <laughs> no, he yeah, I do too. I've I've figured out no, it's the secret to success is to somehow hack people's brains so that they remember that you've been right. in all the things yep. you yeah, love. man. You don't actually have to be in there. Cuz no, he totally. serious, I mean, we didn't correct him cuz he just No. Thought, oh, that guy's so good. I must have seen him before cuz you know, <laughs> just that entertaining. He was in another panel <laughs> that I saw before. So, that was that was pretty good too. And That's we got funny. a lot of compliments about Josh's moderating too. Like honestly, people we're saying a lot of good stuff. So I just I uh, I I can uh, just dial back the dickery, you know. <laughs> that I, I like turn a little bit of the ass. Uh, it's like the I'm the asshole showman, right? And I just take take some of the asshole out so that it's all kind of showman. There you go. That's how I know how to do it because I don't know. I I didn't never knew how to do it before. I just sure. knew how to be a jerk. <laughs> okay. But I could be a, like a, a a a charismatic jerk, and then I realized, well, you know, if you just kind of not be a jerk so much. It's actually just like regular charismatic host. It's yeah. kind of like you're you're learning how to nozzle it better. Yeah, like you can focus it or like turn it down, yes. turn it up. Yeah, <laughs> it's the difference between I'm, I'm switching it from like I, my natural inclination would be the Joel McHale web or the soup it right, and then you just like switch that a few can notches a and you can get snark? you can, can get but you can get to Ryan Seacrest real easily. Whoa, no! Can I get? Can I get oh, a, I'm not going straight there, but like when you think like about it, like some, some I don't know who's in the middle. Is that like John Stewart? In the I don't know. Is it maybe some Jimmy Fallon. Eh, mm, Craig Kilborn. Yeah, is that I'd like not to laugh through every joke that I go through. <laughs> Craig Kilborn's great. Yeah, he. Uh, um, yeah, so. Um, that's cool. Uh, definitely check out uh, Radio Brenda Man. You can hear um, yeah. Phil talk about all his stuff. I'll talk about I'm gonna tell you, a lot and stuff. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to tell you guys about my Comic-Con. Yeah, what um, do you got? So definitely highlight for me was doing the panel. It was just a crazy amount of fun. Right. It was, uh, it was super enjoyable. Um, I also, this Comic-Con was weird because I wasn't planning on going at all. I remember. I missed out on tickets, had resigned myself. I was kind of depressed were, for a while. You were pathetic i you was were like, i was real had, sad about pitiful. it and then and then i totally was over it you gave and, up and I, well i was just like you know what there are other things sure i no longer cared you accepted your fate. so then all of a sudden right when we're like ah oh, let's we don't need to worry about this phil's like hey or brendo is like hey here's your badge <laughs> and i'm like ah wait we weren't ready for this at all so we we're able to kind of get uh you know some some hotel space and all that stuff. It kind of all came together last minute. But 
this year was the year that I, man, it's so funny because, you know, I got to go for free. I got to do this panel. Like, it should be, like, the best Comic-Con ever. And all that stuff was the best, but I'm so done with Comic-Con. <laughs> like, the, like, the, not Comic-Con in general, but, like, the, the, the thing that aspect. we've, well, the, the way I've been doing it. So, on Thursday, I went, before, this, before we did the panel, um, Rachel didn't want to go. She was like, I'm, I, she's like, we went to preview night. She's like, I, I hate this. Why did I go to this again? And I'm like, I have no idea why you went to this again. <laughs> we got, you got a free badge. But So she went and did other stuff. I hooked up with our friend Ish, and we honestly just walked around. Right. We didn't do anything. We didn't go to any panels. We went to one panel that we could walk into, and I had prepared myself like, if we can't walk into it when it starts, then we're just going to jet. So we went to one panel, and it wasn't a big, it wasn't a big deal at all. I stayed away from all lines. We just walked around. I had so much fun yeah. doing that. And then we did the panel, and it was great. And then on Friday, we, um, again, just we got there real early, right, right when the floor opened, and we hit a couple things that we really wanted to do. And then we just kind of hung out and checked out some things and went around the gas lamp area and spent a lot of time there. And then um, we went and uh, did the uh, the mega cast, and that was cool. And uh, we went and played D and D, which that right. was actually a highlight for me. I really enjoyed that doing that. Really it, was, it was really weird. It was really <laughs> weird. It was a lot of fun playing with with. Uh, yeah, we you went. And, we you and okay. Ish. Weird how we went Tell to us. a we went to a room at the Marriott Hotel, like a big ballroom, it's right next to the lounge, right, right. the the where they give you the free food. All right, and, and we walk in, and there's all these tables and like just. Like I don't. What's the correct term? Uber nerd? Like what? Yeah, I I don't know. But there's all these people gathered around these tables, and I was kind of nervous. And Josh is like, "No, no, let's come check this out." I heard about this thing. Yeah. So we get like kind of like circled off to a table with a our own dungeon master, like who was this? I I don't even know how to describe him. He was he was he was was hilarious. He was nerdly (laughs) for sure. Yeah. Um, and he's just like walking. He's like, us. he's the classic, like kind of geeky looking guy wearing a dumb hat. He had a hat on, right? Did he? No, he just, he didn't. He had he's the kind hair. of guy that makes you think puffy. he's wearing a dumb hat even when <laughs> yeah. he's not. And he had a super deep voice. Yeah. He's one of those guys. As Dude, he had a total voice. dirt stash too. Yeah. Like, like the unshaven yeah. stash. Guy was nice too. Super oh, nice. Oh yeah. He's a, he was a great guy. And so we, uh, he took us through the new version of Dungeons and Dragons. But that we played like an actual little campaign, right. and and you know we fought a dragon. He he gave us all our own set of dice yep. and, and the, our abilities and our characters, and he just talked us through this little campaign, and, and it was just really weird. Yeah, like, I I thought it was a lot of fun that we like went and did that. How long you know, did that even last? Two hours. No. Yeah, it took two hours. Okay, there were times where I was totally enthralled in it and yeah. just into it and just in the moment. And then I'd like take a step back or like kind of lean back in my chair and take a breath and I'd be like horrified with myself. <laughs> just like, what has my life become? Uh, this is not what I thought I'd great, be doing. Though, wasn't at it 32. so weird? It, no, yeah. it, was, it was uber weird. It was yeah. awesome. But then there were moments where I was just like, what is happening to me? Right? Is our devil spells being cast yeah, upon me yeah. by this it, demon? It, it, were those guys in the 80s right? Yeah. Was Jack Tr- <laughs> Chick right with his little right. book? I had concerns. Um, it, it w- I think that I probably wasn't helping because, like, Oh, in, the, in the time when you're in the story, it was feeling good, but I was asking all kinds of questions because I'm trying to learn it. No, yeah, that part so was funny, too. I'm asking a lot of mechanical questions. Yeah, it was... Okay, so so Josh is a dungeon master for most of our, you know, yeah. 
playing adventures but then he was pretending to be just a normal player for this other dude and he was asking all these super pointed technical questions <laughs> that were kind of throwing the guy off yeah. a little bit but also kind of stoking the guy out because yeah. he got he got to like get all flex his, his yeah. nerd boner he, yeah he talking about terms that i've never heard before <laughs> And they're like, oh, yeah, do you get any flex points on, on the ranged hit damage? And I'm just like... So you want to know another funny thing about that whole campaign? What's that? Is that is the starter campaign that I've ran a couple times now. I knew every single thing that was going to happen before it, it happened. It, okay, yeah. <laughs> it seemed a little familiar. Yeah, yeah. That's fine, though. It's, but but it was all... I, I was, like, trying it out yeah, with no, all the new mechanics it, yeah, and stuff. I, yeah. So I, that was a lot of fun. We did the Mega Cast. That was fun. Um, Friday was great. Uh, Saturday... So this is where I made the the... The worst error. This is the, the grievous error. So this is after we've left. Like, we haven't talked yeah. about this, right? So we do the mega cast. So we wait, do, you guys left. Okay, we so do Friday night, they feed, they fill right. me full of delicious foods. Yes. And then they drive home. Yes, because we couldn't get a hotel room for Friday night. It was, it was they're packed. all sold out. It was, all it was like the, that. I think Friday night was like the. Saturday that, is the big day, right. is the busiest day. But so you can Friday imagine a lot like of people. Peaking. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you can imagine people are going Saturday. Maybe they're coming down to stay Friday night. Yeah. So, so we have to drive all the way home. And I realize now that when I get back home after it, I don't want to go back. <laughs> wow. But we had a hotel room for Saturday night. Yikes. So we were. Pl- I was planning on, like, originally I was going to try to, like, stay or if you were driving yeah. in, drive in early and right. hang out all Saturday. And so instead we came home and then, and then I ended up was like, I'm sleeping in. And so we didn't, it, we took forever to get out of here. We just took our time. We hit a bunch of traffic. Yeah. And then we didn't get down there until about like six. Oh, on, oh that's yeah. the worst. And we had to get into a different hotel that was like much further away. And the the shuttle ride was a lot longer. So we, we got in at six. I kind of, we went over and I got into a panel that I kind of wanted to watch. It turned out to be kind of boring. And then um, we just went and I think just ate and, uh, and then went, you know, went back to the hotel because sunday was our big let's try to get into hall h day you know <laughs> let's let's do this nonsense and so i wake up at 4 15 in the morning and we get over to the convention center we wait for a tram that does not show up it's supposed to be out there at five it does not show up i don't know when it eventually showed up but we me and some other people just get in a car and drive over and like pay for parking um and uh, we get in line at about 5.45, probably. We walk down the crazy line. Now, we're further up than we were last year. So the sun is up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it, like, it just has come up. Got it's it. still not very bright out or whatever. So um, we, uh, we are further up the line than when I was last year for the same exact thing, and we still got in. But this year, they had like filled up the tents early or maybe people were just sleeping there. I don't know. We waited from 5.45. We got into the hall at 1 p.m. And we missed half of the panel that we wanted to see, the Doctor Who panel. So uh, that was a bummer. But we did get to see Community, which um, that panel is probably going to be way better than the season will be. But it was (laughs) awesome because Dan Harmon came out in a – makeshift uh iron man costume wow. and he did the entire opening of iron man 2 like he came out 
<laughs> in the music, he spun around while Danny Pudi and other people were taking the suit apart off him, and he was in a suit. And then he did the whole speech from wow. from Iron Man Two, but he put himself like he was yeah. talking about community instead of the product. Hilarious! That was pretty great. Um, and then we got to see the It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia panel afterwards, where they just screened like the season premiere. That's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, and then the whole cast was out there. That was uh, actually the best panel, totally worth waiting for. Well, no, it wasn't worth waiting for, but it was worth it at that point to get something because uh, yeah. we didn't feel great about all that other stuff. Um, community was okay. I'm I'm totally dead on the show now. I yeah. just don't care. No, same here. Um, so but it was it was a cool panel, and it's it seems like they may go the right direction t- for people like Phil who still think the show is okay. That's right. I would love it if Dan Harmon like made it his mission to just like purposefully make it the worst uh like season of television ever. I think it'd be great. Like run it into the ground as hard as possible. I'd be okay but, with um, that too. Yeah, that would be great. I think everybody would. But um it's it seems like if you're still okay with it, you'll probably be okay with it or you'll it'll be even better. Uh I don't know. It really depends, but I just I don't care about anyone on that show anymore yeah it's none of the characters mean like i i didn't watch this last season i watched some of it and i just couldn't care about it anymore they kind of it was a it was a perfect premise in the sense of community college is supposed to be two years right so if they could have just the first two seasons are great and the third season even though dan Harmon was running it the third season is where it became i think too cartoonish they were trying to stretch it out right they should have either just totally switched up formats of hey they moved on to some other scenario yeah like here now they're in big boy college right or just hey we'll wrap this and start right. a new project but they're in syndication now so you know they're all happy so whatever yeah. they get Either living off that money forever so um that was sunday we uh after the panel we we walked around for a little bit and then bought some t-shirts and then got out of there um it's the last, I think it's the last for me in terms of like trying to go to those big things, unless I'm really committed to it. Like the Marvel panel on Saturday sounded amazing. Like yeah. what, what they did and what they brought out, like uh, there was a part of me that like the, the X-Men panel, Patrick Stewart and Ian McKellen were there. They oh. came out on stage oh. the entire, <laughs> but also Michael Fassbender and like the young versions too. God. They were all there. <sighs> so I have some friends that went, um, the guys that I met last year from Texas, they were on a website now, and they went to every single giant panel that existed, like all the good ones. And I, I met up with them, and they were in line for the Doctor Who panel as well. And I'm like, so how, like, what'd you guys do? And he's like, well, we have a hotel room that's just down the street, and we have yet to sleep in it. Jeez. And this was on Sunday. So why so, even get a hotel room at that point then? Because storage. Yeah. Yeah. And shower. And storage, yeah. They can go back there for a little bit. They they basically would get back over to the convention center every night at midnight <laughs> and just sleep there on the floor or on the concrete in yeah. out in the cold. It so, wasn't that cold. It was, yeah, it yeah. Was so, nice. I, I, so here's the thing: like, if I really, really, really wanted to, and there's a part of me that finds it really kind of romantic to like just do the all nighter again like my old days of waiting for game consoles and stuff like i love kind of there's an aspect of it that's so crazy and fun and like this is so dumb that it's fueling me throughout the whole night to do this (laughs) but 
usually with those, it's like waiting to get something and then you get home and then you sleep and then you like enjoy whatever that thing was. Like like Black Friday, waiting to buy a TV for 200 bucks. Right. Like it's not even really the TV. I just liked doing it, waiting, get the excitement of getting it. And then you go home, you sleep. This is like, you have to, you have to try to get some sleep through this because you're going to be up all day yeah. in the thing. I, I, I don't think I want to do it anymore. It's like a battle campaign. Yeah. Like if you think about it, like you have to get a, a couple of winks in before your dawn yep. war party. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and and what's great is like there's still a ton of cool stuff at Comic Con that you don't need to do any of the panels for. Dude, but um, you just need to pimp the whole moderator situation so that either you're running the panel or getting the VIP. That's the pass. other thing. I'll go to a panel that I have to be at so I don't have to wait in line because I have to work it. Yeah, I'll dude. just do that. That needs to be your get your gig. Right? Yeah, well, sounds good to me. As I, yeah, <laughs> it works for all of us. So yeah, it's it's kind of cool. It's kind of a revelation in terms of uh, now how I see Comic Con. Like I, I'm just not gonna worry about any of that stuff anymore. That's how I've been and, doing it for uh, years. Yeah, it drives Brendan crazy sometimes. But for me, it's like if Yo, I can show Brenda's up trying and to go into something and I don't have to wait for too long. I mean, I'll wait an hour or something, but. Sure. If not, then I'll, there's tons of other stuff to see. Like, there's no shortage of entertainment or whatever. So, right. There's no Brendo's reason to looking stress to do about it all. That's my. Well, even Brent, even though he he has missed things where I told him, like, if you come down and get in line right now, we're gonna get in for sure. I'm sleeping. Well, he's right. gotten a lot more laid back about it. To be fair, yeah. the first yeah. couple of years, he like he wanted to be in everything and not miss anything and. and- and back then, you could conceivably, if you were willing to put in the same amount of time, you could see everything. Yeah. Nowadays, you have to put in that same amount of time to see a couple things. Right. So, yeah. But it was fun. And uh, uh, Phil, thanks for letting me go for free. Yeah. And um, it was an honor to, glad to do the out. panel with you guys. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, what else is going on? Um. Mm. Food? I saw some movies. Gauntlet? No, no. Oh, you did see? Oh, good. I've oh, seen yeah, some yeah. movies too. So, tell what? me, Phil, what about your movies? Well, we went to the drive-in because that's kind of the only way we can get to go see like not kid movies. Okay. Basically, are, unless you are get the kid, a babysitter. Are the kids good enough? Like, I mean, if it is a kid movie, like they're in, they're they're good to just sit in the theater and watch oh, absolutely. it. Absolutely. We've there. I mean, they oh. finally got to that point. So, like. We've seen, we saw Monsters University, we saw Epic. Like any kid type movie, we'll take the kids. Just because we. But they don't like. Is it that they get bored at like something more action y? Yeah. I mean, like we took them to see Oz the Great and Powerful and they loved that. So, okay. it, you know, I mean, it doesn't have but to be. But it's colorful a and, yeah, it's colorful but and it's there's also, you know, stuff I mean, going like, on. Like we went and saw Pacific Rim and that's. That's pretty. I mean, as an adult, it's not scary, but there are a lot of giant monsters. You know, the kids are what, freak out. In that. Did the kids? Did the kids freak out? Well, no, that's why we do the drive-in because the drive-ins, uh, like they have their first showing, will be at like ten o'clock, and then they've got another one at you know midnight or one o'clock in the morning. Right. So we just you know keep the kids up, and then they fall asleep, and we watch the movies after they go to bed. And so they're <laughs> sleeping in the back seat in the car seat. They don't even know we're gone. So wow. Um, yeah. So it works out well that way. You get double feature okay. on each one. So. So you went to went to the drive-in. What'd you see? Well, last night we saw Pacific Rim and The Conjuring because that was the double feature. Oh, um, I've heard that that Conjuring's pretty great. It was good. If you like scary movies, it was pretty scary and it was it was yeah. well done. Did Janelle like it? Yeah, she likes she likes similar kind of scary movies that I do. Not like gory at all, but just like no. creepy, spooky, ghosty, that yeah. kind of stuff. Like that's and that's pretty much what it was. 
The director for The Conjuring is the same director for the movie Insidious. Mm -hmm. He directed some Saw movies. He directed Insidious 2 as well. And he's the new director for the Fast and the Furious movies. Oh, really? I did not know that connection. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm hoping there will be ghosts in Fast and the Furious. (laughs) Fast and the Ghost cars. Ghost cars. It's a ghost car. There must be thousands of ghost cars out here. (laughs) Hold me. Only if you hold me. Simpsons quote. Um, So, most important thing, though, how awesome was Pacific Rim? It was pretty great. It definitely delivered on the premise of giant robots fighting giant monsters. Yes. So, I mean, what more do you need, right? I I am not shocked that that movie didn't do very well but it is further proof that we don't deserve anything good <laughs> because we get basically perfection handed to us on cinema and we don't care because we're mongoloids. Do you think if so, they called it something different, more people would have gone? I do. No, people are stupid. No, but what? I mean, I'm telling you there's a large population that if it was just called giant robots fighting giant monsters, they would have gone. Mm. Calling it Pacific oh, he, Rim, he may have really a point. knew what it was about, you know. Unless you saw that's the thing, like, robot battle. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, 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 there, I can't win in this situation because if you tell me that, uh, that, that, oh, if we change the name, then a bunch of slack jawed, drooling idiots would have gone and seen it. Those people, I hate so much, I don't want them but to see if it. But it Pacific made the movie Rim make it. enough money so you could get more of it. Yeah, I I don't feel like we should have more it's of it. It's considered a box office flop. I yeah. don't. I I think it'll probably do great, fine, like overseas, and it'll probably make its oh, money you're back. Right, you're right. Um, because it's so like yeah. none of this has anything to do with America. <laughs> like it doesn't have any weird like cultural. Right. You know, like oh really? People don't understand. Yeah, there's no stars and stripes. No, no, no not if really. Anything, it's I mean, more Asian, not than not American. Yeah, not even. Um, it's like movies that do well over overseas are movies that are easily understandable even without the dialogue. Sure. And like don't require like a you know like Wolf of Wall Street is not going to be a very good overseas movie because so much of it is couched in like Americana like just Wall Street is such a Nuance. cultural thing. Yeah. yeah. Like this what what people will be looking at it and goes, why does this guy care about any of this? <laughs> so he works in an office. Yeah, yeah. No, that that kind of stuff doesn't always translate as well. Like this nothing needs to translate. But here's sure. the deal. We don't deserve a sequel. We don't deserve Del Toro at all. In fact, <laughs> we shouldn't have him because I want this entire planet to just burn and everyone wow. to suffer because we don't we've been given such great things and we squandered. You it. think that so. highly of it? Oh yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, it is. <laughs> are we, are it's we talking incredible. Top ten. Listen, I'm going to tell you something. The robot has a rocket in its elbow, and when it fires, it delivers a rocket-powered punch. That's cool. Yes, <laughs> that's beyond cool. That is the that is the very essence of the '80s when I was a child. Yeah, built it comes into a from movie. A cartoon. In fact, yeah. A lot yeah. of the moves and things were based on. Yeah, other it was things, awesome. So. It was it was like just like a ton of fun. Okay, like it was just kind of unadulterated fun. No, I totally want to see it. Everyone I know has already seen it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's because it's, it's been awesome. out for a while. Yeah, Gates. I I, I do <laughs> want to see it. Um, it it is, it is. I enjoyed it quite quite a lot. Um. We've been doing a, a movie thing. Uh, I'm sorry, Phil. Did you have any more? Oh, movies? I did. I I mean, I, aside from kid movies, the only other adult one I saw was Grown Ups Two. Why? Wow. Would you go like see I said, that? It was a double feature with a kid movie, so we took the kids with Turbo. 
And let me tell you, of the two, Why would Turbo was the much better those? movie. That's how much I didn't was. like Grown Ups 2. Of course it was. Did you see Grown Ups 1? Yeah, grown, okay, I thought Grown Ups 1 was mildly entertaining. Compared to Grown Ups 1, this thing was a nightmare. It was horrible. Grown Ups 1 is just a movie Chocolate predicated wasted. around the idea of being mean. This one is like worse. Everything, everything about that movie is just mean. Like Everybody's just mean. Yep. To everyone. This one is worse. It's that minus anything funny. Oh. That's what being a grown up's I, all I about. I could have told you. Well, you I'm just saying, though, if we get a chance to go to a movie, we don't look down upon it. We take any opportunity we can get, even if for a bad movie. That's the ugh. cinema. That's what happens ugh. when you're a parent. You just you take the opportunities you get. <laughs> <laughs> I am Again, enjoying selling, the shit out of this bad movie. Selling uh, the idea of having kids. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> Boy, if that doesn't appeal to you, you know. Then don't do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, uh, we have a pretty sweet deal going on right now. If I had, um, when I'm going home, leaving work, if instead of going home, I go to this theater in Orange, which my wife works right by, and she leaves work, we get there, we can go see a movie for the both of us for $12. Nice. Which is cheaper than it costs to just buy one ticket anywhere else. So we've been like, oh, let's just see movies that way on a Wednesday, mm-hmm. you know, before five o'clock. Um, so we've got to see some movies that I normally wouldn't pay full price for, <laughs> uh, like R.I.P.D. starring oh, no. the dude and Ryan that? Reynolds is Bad Green Lantern. Ryan Reynolds Bad is utter box office poison. Do you like the movie Men in Black? Yes. Would you like to see it again? Well. I but instead sure. of aliens, it's dead people. Yes, instead of aliens, it's ghosts. Yeah. Yep, that's that is it in a At nutshell. Least it's based on something fun, kind of. <laughs> I guess. And so my thing is one: the selling point to my wife was, "Hey, Buzz from Home Alone is in it," <laughs> which I don't know if he's ever been in another movie since, but he was in this movie. And Rachel's the one exactly person in the world the that probably worked on because of how much yeah. she likes Home Alone. Yes. Uh, it was formulaic and ex- it was it, like formulaic in the sense that they literally just copied Men in Black. <laughs> and then, and I guess it's based on a comic. I don't know if the comic's a lot better. Wait, was there a talking dog? Uh, there was not a. That wasn't until Men in Black too. So that's true. So oh, we'll see about R.I.P.D. Two. <laughs> no, we won't because that there won't be that. <laughs> but uh, the CG on the um. On the the dead monster guys looked terrible, like <laughs> visibly awful, just terrible. Um, what, what? Which is funny because they spent ye- so much money on that movie. What year would it have flown in? Uh, like as far if, as the CGI, it, what year would people have been like, "Whoa!" Uh, if it would have came out bef- like a month before Men in Black, which <laughs> <laughs> would have been the the worst thing that like, like could happen to them, then it would have been fine. And then Men in okay. Black would have been like, "Ah, oh, this is just a." Somebody just ripped off R.I.P.D. Okay. Um, nah, it was it was a dumb movie, and if you can get it for free through some source, and you hate yourself, like you you don't care about your evening, then go ahead and watch it. Okay. Um, let, me, let me ask you one thing too. Sure. Is it just me, or is Jeff Bridges' voice getting like weirder as he gets old? He he does. I feel like he does a weird voice is he in doing every a movie, voice or is that just how his voice is now? Because that trailer for the what's the seventh son or something like that? Son, yeah, seventh his son. His voice is like even weirder. Like it sounds like each progressive movie is just. Well, this is definitely like an accent that he was doing. Okay. 
like a weird accent and he has a huge i feel like when he has a huge mustache he talks a little bit different i don't know i, I really have to see but i, I That's feel acting okay yeah i feel like both of those movies i think he probably thought i need to not talk normal well, so he succeeded in that i guess <laughs> yeah because he does not talk normal at all or he could um, be like ryan reynolds and be the exact same character and everything he's yes. been in since two guys a girl in a pizza place yep yep <laughs> yep Exactly. Also, you know the trailer for that movie where all the jokes are there? Yeah. That's, that's all of them. All of yep. them. There they are. That's it's good. pretty much all like of the jokes. I like when they do that for me because it, <laughs> then people will ask me, hey, did you see such and uh, such a movie? And I'll be like, I know of it. Yeah. I've, I've seen its print. You, you may speak upon part. it. I laughed at all the parts to it. I am familiar with Because those with are all the, the, the funny parts. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then my brother and I went and saw The Wolverine. Oh, yes. Uh, the, yeah, the uh, German art house film. <laughs> I, uh, I didn't about think that was out yet. Yeah, came out this weekend. The Logan story? Yep. Um, it's a really weird superhero movie because it's kind of like slow and brooding and it's all like kind of just based on like this one character like like it's a lot of uh of of a kind of being beat over the head with like man you can live forever but you have nothing to live for so you just want to die but you can't like that's what kind of wolverine story is at that point they pick it up after x-men 3 which it's too bad that they have to accept that that's canon <laughs> Um, but he is depressed that he killed Jean Grey and he was in love with her. And she, right. her, like, it's not her ghost, but he keeps seeing her and he's having right. conversation with her, but it's really just himself. And he saw Xavier get He de- saw Xavier get killed. And he, and Jean Grey's not ghost keeps telling him, like, everyone you know is always going to die. Everyone you love gets killed and you have to watch them. And uh, it's it's interesting. I don't, it was good. I liked it. I liked it more than I thought I would, and but I don't know if it's like great, uh, a great movie, except for the end credits sequence sets up the next X Men movie, and it's amazing. Hmm. It is far and beyond like the best part of the whole. And you can watch it online if you want, uh, and you would be very interested in watching it. I can't wait um, online, but uh, it is it's awesome. Like that that next X Men movie seems like it's going to be amazing. Probably um, because of all the pe- every everybody's in it. Every single person that's been in an X Men movie is going to be in it. Hmm. Um, but that was the that was the best part. Which I don't know if that's good or bad about it. But um, overall, I, I think it was it, it was interesting to take the character and kind of be a little bit different. And like he doesn't have his healing ability for part of the movie, or it's like slowed down. So there's kind of him struggling with not knowing what like he had to be fixed up by a doctor and he has like i don't not used to this i don't even know what to do <laughs> here um just because he's he this doesn't happen to him and hmm. so that's interesting kind of take on the character i thought i thought i'd hate that at first but uh i kind of liked it he can be vulnerable yeah exactly um so yeah if you like wolverine i guess go see that movie and um <laughs> If not, I don't know what to tell you. Don't go and see Wolverine movies, I guess. <laughs> it's pretty hard to be bad, Wolverine. Yeah, well, you'd think so, but then did you see that one with him? I stopped in it? watching. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty bad. And I'm, like, really easy to please when it comes to comic book movies. That was the one where Ryan Reynolds was Deadpool, is that right? Yeah. Well, yeah. The movie version of Deadpool, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yes. All right. Terrible. And they, like, screwed up all of the... They they messed up their own 
confusing canon in that movie because in that movie there's a very young Emma Frost who he saves and this is like in the when Cyclops is a young man and then in first class that it's oh, in the yeah. 60s and right. there's an adult emma Fully frost right. Full grown. yeah and apparently days of future past is going to fix that i bet i know how there's going to be time travel and alternate timelines there you go fixed <laughs> uh already easy to do but didn't they do that in star wars too star trek star trek they did do it in star trek fucking other but they, spock but they just yeah they just re- that one's a whole reboot and they just rebooted it by saying but they yep. rebooted it into a alternate timeline dimension as the other stuff right so the, cool. well, what they say is basically this reboot, something changed, and so now the these are the same people, but all of the course is different. Yeah, which means but the you old can have one a whole still happened. Generation happened too. Yeah. And, oh shit! How would but how would you do that? Like who would you cast? Oh fuck! That, I I might have to come back to you next. I think that <laughs> you would have to get Tom Hardy to be Picard. That would be good because he was the Picard clone yeah. in that one terrible Star Trek movie. But he seemed like if he wasn't like insane in that, he could be a pretty good Picard. Hmm. Oh man, Shinzon, I think was his name. This is blowing my mind right now. <laughs> could you? Could you like reboot Next Generation? I don't think so, man. No. Man, I would have to play Riker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would love it too, but they just gotta like. I think they should drop Troy completely. <laughs> like, just leave no, her out. No, you could reboot Deanna Troy. Leave her out. No, you could do somebody oh, good. She's so annoying. Every time her uh, episode with her comes on, oh, her, it's like if this it is, is focused be, on yeah, her. Yeah, it's a focus. Deanna Troy centric episode. If the mom is around, then maybe it's cool. Yeah, but if yeah. she's just flipping out, having yeah. problems, yeah. <laughs> I'll catch you next week. It's gonna be some psychic <laughs> rape. It's always yeah. psychic rape with her. I don't need to be bummed out no, like that. Right no. Now. Um, Tasha so, Yar would live. Oh no, she'd be alive, and then she'd die in the movie. No, you're right. If they were rebooting it, and it yeah. was like everything's gone different. Yeah. She would totally live. They they need a hot blonde and right. like a fiery blonde instead what, of this oversensitive chick. What if they just um, what if they transformer the animated movie that shit and killed Picard within the first like thirty minutes? Unacceptable. You can't do that. <laughs> no, no. I would burn the studio down. No, you can't do that. They did it with Optimus Prime. The Picard of Transformers. The Picard you, of Transformers. You, you appear to, to harbor some emotional baggage on this matter, <laughs> sir. Oh, this I'm, is the worst. I'm sorry that uh, that I was a small you. child, I'm, and they kill my hero. <laughs> it's a good lesson to learn, and I'm sorry that it, <laughs> it has scarred you to this day. They did the same thing with the G.I. Joe movie when they killed Duke, but it didn't it didn't, didn't mean as much. as much. Nah. I he's never re- liked it. He's a real person. Here's he's No, a, here's the thing. With G.I. Joe. Right, we're talking GI Joe. Yeah. Whose favorite? Who? Whose favorite was Duke? Like, who do you know? Was like, oh, I like Duke, the guy that is like blonde, yeah. regular gun Duke. Like, no, it's like I like the ninja, or I like the guy with the dog, or I like the snowboarder guy, or like I like shipwreck because he's a sailor. Like, all the guys had their quirk. Sure. Duke was just guy. Just <laughs> regular guy. Duke was the worst. He was American AOK number one. Ah, he wasn't even like You're as not. an American as like Sergeant Slaughter. Like Sergeant right. Slaughter was no, way Sergeant more Slaughter like was the best. Yeah, this guy. I this is the guy I want leading, and it's like no, nah, 
you know, you got Flint, yeah. you got Lieutenant Commander Hawk or whatever with the jetpack, and then you got Duke, and it's just like, what do you do? Well, I have a gun. Yeah, but these guys have guns and something else. <laughs> yeah. Sergeant Slaughter, he'll just look at you hard. He'll- he had glasses and yeah. a mustache. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't even use a gun. Dude, if, if he'd do that thing where he pulled his glasses down for a moment. An entire battalion yeah. of Cobra would so, explode. It, yeah. Um. Yeah, we watched that uh, new G.I. Joe movie, and that thing is a pile of crap. Even with, <laughs> even with Bruce Willis and The Rock. No, t- even, yeah. even they couldn't make it better. <laughs> yeah. I also saw, I don't know if we haven't talked since, I saw Man of Steel. What did you think of that? We, did was, t- we talked all about that. Did we talk about We talked all oh, about okay. that, man. So that, that ha- yeah. I can't remember when that Jesse happened. Jesse was here. Oh, that's, that's right. what you guys yeah. talked about. That. Man of Steel is a movie about a superhero, and it's okay. The other good thing about drive throughs is you get double features. So we get to go for seven bucks a person for two movies. Ah. So then you really don't mind as much if it's terrible. The only but see, my windshield isn't clean. Well, and you can it's fix not... that pretty quickly. I guess. That's true. How is the sound? Do they do it through the yeah, radio through or do radio. they give you so a little box? It depends box. on the stereo in your car. Ours is fine. Do you have a reliable one by your house? Like, I don't know where I yeah, could I drive I, to, yeah. to get a... I would have to drive a lot of... They are extinct. Yeah. Well, no, but there's totally a resurgence. There's two of them within half an hour of our house. Yeah, but you live in nowhere. Well, no, That's there's where one in Riverside. There's two in, like, different parts of Riverside. There's one in Claremont. Um, Is there one anywhere There's one in, near like, me. City of Industry, I want to say, or somewhere out over there. I think that one's just a swap meet now. Yeah, uh, pretty well, sure it, it is. was doing regular shows for a while, but there's one. I mean, so there may not be one right by you, no, but they are having a mm. little bit of a comeback. Phil just lives in this magical world yeah. with orchards and drive-ins. <laughs> you live away from all of normal <laughs> stuff. Magical world of orchards and drive-ins. He, yeah, you live in Narnia. That's basically where we're at this point. Yes. You just visit us here on Earth to, you know, shower us with your grace and go back to your We have a we have them for a little bit longer, so um well, let's keep moving backwards. We're going back in time. Yeah, so let's talk a little bit uh, about some food gauntlet. Food gauntlet! All right, I am so hungry right now. Yeah? I really hope you're going to say some things to like just make me totally nauseous <laughs> so I'm not as hungry right oh, now. Oh, I thought you were like, I'm hoping you're, I'm hoping you're ready to be appetized. Because that's not going to happen. Okay, good. I, I, yeah, I need I'm to. really hungry now, so I would love to talk about some good tasting no, stuff. And instead, no. we're going to talk about making bowls out of bacon. Bacon bowls, huh? Bacon bowls. Doesn't sound initially okay. too bad. New, new and exciting products, bacon bowls. So here's the deal. All they are selling to you is uh, a pan to make like, um, like a, I don't know, like a waffle bowl or something. Like it's just a pan with right. a bowl indent. And instead, you flip it over, and on the outside, wrap bacon around, okay, and then cook right. that. And then when you take it off and it's baked, it's now a bowl of bacon. It's made out of bacon. It's a bowl. It's really bacon. More, so what you I do is then you take the bacon bowl, you pour Honey Nut Cheerios in it. No, and milk it and is eat not it. watertight. <laughs> I do not accept that. So no. the, the best part about <laughs> So basically, it's a bowl. Uh, well, it's, no, basically, it is the a, a pan uh that they have a surplus of that they couldn't sell for whatever reason so they flip it over and say if you wrap bacon around the edge of it the outside of it and bake that that'll make 
a bacon bowl out of it, and then you can we can sell more of these pans. Isn't it just like a walk? and the whole. It's what yeah, it's kind of, but it's like you can make multiple. You can make like six oh, at once. So they're geez. they're small. The bowl's like small size. That's terrible. But the best part is like the 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 infomercial. <laughs> they use like this terrible ADR for the sound of the people like eating. Okay, <laughs> it's oh. the same. Oh, <laughs> every right. time everybody takes a bite, crunch, and then they're eating all kinds of different things out of it, like. You know, how about breakfast? Put some scrambled eggs and sausage in this bacon bowl. And, like, every single person on there eat, has never eaten a, a piece of bacon in their lives. <laughs> They're all 0% body fat. Like, most ah, of them are right. attractive-looking women who are not interested in eating bacon. <laughs> sure. But they're all chowing down on their bacon bowls. I, that's probably pretty uh, That's probably uh, pretty sexist of me. I'm sure that there's plenty of women out there that enjoy eating bacon. I just don't feel like women are the ones out there Not, promoting weird bacon yeah. products. Like Skin, this, skinny ones usually don't. Well, it's a, this weird like. Uh, uh, it's so funny to talk about bacon on everything, right, guys? Like, it here's is. my T-shirt. Bacon is the best. <laughs> here's my salt. Bacon salt. Hey, I made novelty toothpaste. Bacon flavored. Isn't this funny? And I'm like, no. It stopped being funny a long time ago. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I will put bacon on certain things and be very happy with it. Sure. But I'm not operating this world where it's like, let's put bacon in a milkshake and let's put bacon. <laughs> have you seen it on donuts? <laughs> let's put. Uh, yeah. I did have a bacon wrapped hot dog and that was pretty oh, good. Oh, those are delicious. Yeah. No. Complimentary but, meats. I mean, That's good. It's, yeah. Well, it's it, just pig. It's a cultural buzzword. It's pig, pig X2, right? <laughs> Two times pig. It's good, but uh, I just the jokiness of yeah, it, the the funny too. joke. It's like the yeah. whole mustache the... thing now. Have you seen like the what's next, guys? We got to get out of front. Okay, so bacon is out, mustache is on the way out. What's next? And I, I mean, I still like mustaches. Yeah, Unibrow. but I mean, the, again, it's the jokiness of the mustache. It's the yeah, yeah. Girls the wearing pu- a fake it, mustache. It as a punchline yeah. has gotten old. Yes. And I'm trying to say, like, we need to get out in front of whatever is coming up I don't know. to replace What's the it. the next joke? The next joke? How do you, um, how do you predict that? I know. Uh, what if you were to operate a restaurant okay. and then you fill it with patrons? Yeah. And they're all, uh, you know, at any given time, the entire patronage of your restaurant are in various state of order, right? Some of them have ordered. Some of them sure. are in the process of ordering. Waiting. Some are waiting. Yeah, they have ordered but have not yet received a meal. And some people have maybe even in process of eating right. meal they ordered prior. And even some are like finishing said yeah. meal, already hey, finishing could I get the a entire box for right. This? Uh, and then here's the joke, right? This is the funny part. Okay. Is that you come in with police and you say, regardless of what state you're in, this restaurant is now closed forever. Get out. But then, like, you pay at the end or the no, beginning? No, everybody just leaves. <laughs> Get out. Okay. Regardless of where you're at, mid-bite, you're about to put a delicious bite in your... Uh, it's on a fork. Right. It's heading to your mouth. Right. And they say, slap that out of you. Get out. So I can't, like, grab Get my burger. out. No, get out. I'm the leaving. The cops are here. You need to leave. I'm walking right out. now. I'm I'm leaving my burgers in hand. You will you will try to grasp at some of it and you may come across with like some of the burger but you didn't get all of it because you were being hustled out with the giant crowd. That's what happened in Charlotte, North Carolina. Hmm. But but then no one had to pay for any of the morsels no, that they the, did eat. The the uh, the restaurant closed forever. Why? They don't care about money anymore. What happened? They went bankrupt <laughs> like, or something? 
Like, ba- yeah. yeah, yeah. The the thing just went completely down. Uh, the they brought in some cops and they said, "Everybody, the <laughs> the restaurant is now closed for good. You need to leave." And police apparently walked in the restaurant, uh, <laughs> let the managers explain to every single table um, that you need to. I mean, it sucks if like you just ordered. Yeah, you know, you're ready to eat. Uh, the employees didn't even know. Yeah, what if you're the cook and you just made this and you're like, hey, waiter, take it to the table, and they're like, there's no one there anymore. Nope. Oh, by the way, you don't have a job. <laughs> I don't know what the restaurant is called because they didn't put the name of it in. Uh, Hops Restaurant. Hop the hell Hops, out of here. Yeah, hop hop on out, you bastards. This place is closed. All right, well. So. Uh, if that happens to me, I'll just try to grab everything I can on the way out. Gra- that whole basket of bread? Yeah. I would just take it. I'd be like, you don't need this basket anymore. Bottle of ketchup? <laughs> what are you going to do pocket? with it? Yeah. yeah. Dump that like special seasoning, like the Red Robin seasoning in like a... Yeah. In your, in your, just in your pocket. Just um, put it all in there. Like, I don't yeah. care about these pants. <laughs> oh, silverware? Oh, that's cool. <laughs> you, you won't eat this anymore. Jingling? Yeah. Just filled with I really things. hope I'm wearing cargo pants that And day. the best part is like cops are going to be like, look, sir, you can't... Oh, just go. <laughs> Like, right. we, we've got to close this thing down. Yeah. We don't care. So what you need to do um, then is do a little financial research, find out what establishments are in danger of being shut down, and then ex- eat exclusively there. Wow. That's maniacal. <laughs> um, in other food news, Long Beach, the city of uh, a beach that is long. Is that why they call They have a Long Beach? Everybody's beach is, like, long. Yeah. It's mostly harbor it's connected, now. right? Yeah. So Long Beach, uh, which we live close to, uh, city council has finally stepped up and done the right thing and put an end to the infernal racket of ice cream trucks. Uh, yeah, like that song they play, like <laughs> Pop Goes the Weasel. Or... Is Turkey in the Straw, I think? There's a couple. There's like two or three go-to. I was caught behind one that was driving so slow in my neighborhood. <laughs> I, was, I was trying to get here, and I was just like, how much longer before gas will entirely be too expensive so that any profit you make on your, <laughs> on your like crappy melted ice cream just, it won't even be worth it anymore. How do you turn a profit selling ice cream? I, the those things are retrofitted to just run off ice cream. So when it's when he's running low, he throws like another ice cream <laughs> in it, and he can go for another street. It just doesn't make sense. Uh, you know they yeah, Long no. Beach no more. Yeah, they can still drive around, but they can't play. And how would you know? La Cucaracha. How is the only what? How do you know that an ice cream man is around? Maybe he'll just honk his horn a couple of times. <laughs> was there like some sort his of horn safety is issue here, or was it just people being like grumpy? Noise pollution. Uh, Noise pollution. That's just sad. You know, that thing that's fake. That And I, they did get a kicker with children running out into the streets when they hear the noise. Yeah. But I, I feel like ice cream is still such a rarity that like a lot of kids don't even know what to do. They're just like, what? What the hell is that sound, mom? It actually happens a lot in my neighborhood. And then, and then, like, the mom's like, "Oh, well, that's an ice cream truck. See, they drive around and they have ice cream for sale. Really? I'm gonna go get some ice cream. Oh, but they don't take card, so you have to use cash. Well, do you have any cash? Of course, I don't have cash. It's 2013. <laughs> and so then you just sit inside and then you say, "Well, maybe we should just drive to a store and buy some ice cream. Yep, we can do that with a credit card or a debit card." <laughs> Come on. Yeah, man. People cashless society. About it, though. I will I I have 
I make a, what the I, fact that what you're eating has been melted and un- yeah. and refrozen two or three times. It doesn't matter when you're in the magic moment. You go out I to the street will, and buy something from a truck. I don't know. I will from, be a, from a troll. <laughs> you don't know who's buying. I will be a hundred percent honest here. I've never purchased ice cream from an ice cream. I was store. never allowed to a as kid? a kid, and yeah. I always resented. No, it. Well, I lived. I lived in a mountain, like on a dirt road. There was no ice cream man that would I've come. I've been out near that road. Yeah, and yeah. I don't think any ice cream truck could no. make it. <laughs> right. All right, well, it's still, I yeah, guess if you no- don't have that nostalgia, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, and even then, I don't think I would have been like, hey, mom, can I get some ice cream? What, do they only take cash? Are you kidding me? <laughs> I don't know. Like, you um, knew, because you knew, like, certain parks that would have the ice cream guy, and you would go at the right time, and you were ready for see, that's it. That's another weird thing. We didn't, we didn't really play at parks, because, again, I lived in the wilderness. We just went in the ravine. Yeah. Where there was like broken bottles and it was really dangerous. We played in a lot of dangerous <laughs> places. Now that I think about it. we we lived on a mountain where we lost a lot of animals to mountain lion attacks. <laughs> that's we, good. That's we, good for you. We didn't lose any kids though. Well, that's good. That's what made you. Yeah. yeah. No, that's what puts you head but, and shoulders above your peers. We would go and hike. Uh, like I think I remember thinking back that and going, "Oh, it's so sad that we lost." Whatever the Roscoe the dog or whatever his name was, I don't even remember him because all I cared about was cats and they were inside. But you know, it's like, oh, we got all oh, mountain lion got him. I was like, terrible. And now I think about it, like that's terrifying. <laughs> like, I don't know. have you seen a mountain lion? They're huge. Yeah, and they are killing machines. Yeah. Um. But no, we didn't have any. Uh, we didn't have any ice cream. Uh, Phil, you got time for one more story? Sure, again? one more. And I figured since we're doing the show backwards, it makes sense that I would leave early because that's the equivalent of me being late to a regular show. Oh wow! Weird. So, yeah, that is mega. yeah. I guess, I guess so. <laughs> okay, well, let's get ready for to have you be late to the beginning of the Excellent. show that's coming up. So, final uh, food story here. Um, I just think this is great. Uh, headline: Twenty people involved in brawl at Chuck E. Cheese. Of course, all adults brings out the worst. Of what people. do you think was the uh, inciting incident? Like, what caused what this? T- it was two women or tokens. Uh yeah, wait. What do you think? Tickets or tokens? One it, or the other. One tickets. Or the other. I say yeah. tickets. They're trying to cash them in or get them. So, okay. So do you think that they were trying to buy something with their tickets? Yeah. yeah, probably. Okay. Yeah, it was at the ticket line. Kid was taking too long to decide whether to get the stupid spider ring or a dumb pencil, <laughs> right? Because that's what it is. Yeah, I mean, that's basically what you have. And mom behind got snippety and started fighting, like brawling with the mom in front. Yeah. Where the kids probably went off and said, our parents are idiots. Uh, and But, the you know, two women turn into 20 people all just, because there's a couple guys there that are just like, ah, fuck it. I'm, I was <laughs> looking for fits. any reason. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. It spills over I'm the playing this Star Wars trilogy game now. Yeah. You know, I've been waiting. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, and then, uh, you know, I'm sure at some point a Chuck E. Cheese man in the suit got punched probably in his big nose. <laughs> Yo. Um, and he probably, I mean, that'll make anybody snap. You figure these, the people operating those costumes are on a razor's margin, right? right? Of probably putting a gun in their mouth every night and just being like, I need to end this. So any type of just stress like this probably pushes them over the limit. So yeah, a bunch of people arrested. This happened in... Um, uh, I have no idea. It doesn't say. Hmm. It's always good times. I may. I mean, maybe it happens just everywhere at all Chuck E. Cheese's. 
Yeah, well, at least between the kids. That's that's only oh, news because it's the adults in this case. But This is the thing that uh, I think probably... Um, this is what probably set it off and, and involved the 20, is that one of those two people involved had pepper spray. Nice. <laughs> and the thing about pepper spray that I don't think anybody tells you... Oh, it fills is the room. Pepper spray, when you spray an assailant... There's another person that gets pepper sprayed, and that's you. Yeah. And then also anyone else around. So as soon as one person was pepper sprayed, a whole room of people oh, were pepper sprayed. All those poor kids. They like all it's had, some, yeah. Some innocent bystander kid's birthday, and he just got pepper sprayed. There's a kid just like huddled, oh. crying under the, the the fake helicopter machine that yeah. you put a token in. Oh, you know, man. Hoping I'm, to not get. Okay, honestly, killed. when I'm in that situation, you insert me in there. I could ruin everyone in the room. Like, I'm I know, not even. Yeah. Ju- but you yeah. know what? I would take every single punch I could and just sue every motherfucker <laughs> and Charles M. Cheese you, as well. You know why you want to be with me during that? Why is it's that? because I will have my phone out recording the yeah. whole thing. So no, I'm like, just, I'm making sure I'm documenting I'm just everything. sticking my chin out and everybody gets their turn yep. just because I'm suing you. I'm suing yep. you. Mr. Munch is now, yep. he's going to be serving me pizza yep. for the rest of my life. <laughs> This band's now my personal yeah, band. Right. So, <laughs> all right. Good, 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 good food gauntlet good food there. Gauntlet. Yeah. There you go. Uh, all right, Phil. Cool. Be safe. Thanks, guys. Have a good beginning of the show. We will. Good thing he's late to the show. <laughs> right. There we go. Boom. That worked out great. So. All right. I'm going to close it so that Phil doesn't continue to listen. No, see, he's still there. Oh, that's so creepy, dude. That no, that's what you get out of here. Creepy. It's like one of those people that pretend. I'm sorry, sir. You just ordered your food. You need to leave right now. You just started this podcast. Get out. This podcast is being shut down forever. No, he's one of those people that pretends to hang up, but then just listens quietly for like a half hour. But you can hear him breathing a little bit. It's a little creepy. Oh, I'm closing this. All right. All right. Yep, and that's how you know. All right. Sound. Phil's gone. All right. Well, that was the food gauntlet. Guess what? Uh, we're nearing the end beginning of the show, not show. Let's uh, go ahead and get into some internet recon. We're getting leaner and meaner for internet yeah. recon. All right. Here it is. First story comes from popsci.com. The Army has just released recently one of its newest weapons. Hooray! USA! USA! No, hey, this is actually kind of cool. The army has laser-guided lightning bolts. <laughs> the laser-induced plasma channel, or LIPC, can be used to destroy anything that conducts electricity better than the air or ground surrounding it. Unexploded ordnance is a good candidate here. It, it works basically the light cuts through the air with electrons, mm-hmm. and then the lightning follows it down that channel. Right. So anything you point this laser beam at will then you, follow up with an electric. Do you have to have a storm brewing, or does this just? Because I mean, lightning can occur, I guess, anytime. Are they just grabbing electricity out of the ionosphere no, or whatever? It's like a transformer that will then okay. shoot a, an electric pulse. So you don't need a storm. No. Nice. It's like a it's like a laser with an electric just a zapper, backup. Yeah, a zapper. Behind okay, it. like a bug zapper. Right. But and but the way you can pinpoint exactly where you want. <laughs> but that. a bug zapper for humans. Yeah, or targeted anything else. Like if you're a car, you're now zapped. If, you right, know, whatever conducts. If they could, 
uh, a lot of times we get technology from the from the military, right? The military comes up with right, some weapon, right. and then we like I, I'm pretty sure like microwaves and stuff like yes, that. This, exactly. This microwaves. is stuff that we've con- we've turned into consumer. The Tang principle, right? They made it, but then we make a smaller version of it that can do the not the wide scale destruction, just right. a little bit of destruction G- for GPS what we need. on your phone, right? Um, what if they made? A bug zapper that used this technology, so all you saw was this thing targeting bugs in the air and a little lightning bolt just getting, like, lassoing out and zapping them. That could totally, that is now realistic with this technology. I mean, it's just make it smaller, right? But then you could also upgrade to, like, pigeon size. (laughs) Have you ever watched a bug zapper before? Because it's very entertaining. Not up close, I guess. To see it zapping them just out of the air... Because it gets close enough, right? Yeah, it would be would be awesome. Yeah, no, I know. And then you could just make a giant size one, and then when people come up to your house, you zap them. And right? but you could also set to stun, right? <laughs> so they're just a there's a pile of mailman right. bodies just, just in your front yard, twitching and yeah. quivering. Yeah, and you're like, I gotta clean these up. Sure. Um, that's amazing. I know. Like, yeah, the fact that they can create a plasma channel. Just sounds pretty futuristic. Right. Like they need to they need to figure out how they can marry that with the rods from God. Right. Like drop those tungsten rods, yeah. and then when the rod lands, follow with zap the lane. rod, and yeah. then it will because Whoa. it's embedded in the ground now. It'll electrocute all the That's electrocute all the. Do you know in the GI Joe movie, the new one, that they actually used that as the as the plot devices? They made Cobra made satellites with the tungsten rods. No way. Yeah, and they just dropped them and they dropped one on London. And it's like the force of a it's the force of several nuclear bombs. Right, right. So it just destroys everything when this one rod falls. It's an aster it's a man-made asteroid. Yeah, essentially. They they called them bunker busters because it would it would drill down yeah. hundreds of feet into the ground with no radioactive fallout. Like right. they didn't split an atom. Right. Uh, so there's no radiation. It's just massive destruction. I don't know why they didn't do that. I think that they couldn't. Well, I, t- it sounds te- it sounds monstrous. It also sounds like it could f- be bad if it if it made a mistake. But how do you target that? Like, you know, you, you, there's no guidance on a rod. Yeah, you you can. I mean, you you. I mean, I'm you, pretty you, sure it's what is it? Uh, what did Sir Isaac Newton invented it? Gravity Calcul- calculus. Yeah, but here's the thing. There are you can calculate and say, yes, we're gonna drop from here and given these variables, it will land here. Right. But you can't be super precise because you don't actually know all the variables. There's wind there's different pockets of air and wind speed and there's stuff that could throw it off course. And probably I, we're talking I mean, about a, a you like we can to, hit this circle yeah, area, you know. You may have to adjust for barometer like pressure. Feet. Yeah. I'm I'm just but you don't always know all of that either sure i guess well but, i don't know i'm not an egghead w- weathermen so. do for some reason they're always talking about the barometric that's true pressure. well but when they're talking about the barometric pre- pressure where are they specifically talking about that reading because that reading could be in a slightly different area than sure. the, the vertical column that you no, want this right. thing to fall there are like regional averages I'm guessing that the uh, the variance leads it so that they could say, "Look, we can calculate this thing within like 200 feet." Sure, and that's close the destruction enough. that you're doing. You don't yeah. care, right? So, cool. Uh, all right, so that's what the Americans are up to right now. Okay, uh, here's what 
the 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 Ruskies are responding with. Okay. This is coming from NPR.org. The Russian agency charged with safeguarding Kremlin communications is said to be opting for a low-tech solution to secure top-secret messages in the wake of the NSA surveillance scandal. Right. They just purchased a fleet of typewriters. They are going offline with their most sensitive Analog. Doc- yes. They are going to go typewriter for all their... They're going to tie that message to a bird well. and be like... Try to track this. Or just keep it in her office. And then they were also, later on in the article, they were saying how they can put micro scores into each of the letters <laughs> so they would know exactly whose typewriter produced right. a document if it ever was leaked. So you couldn't forge it. Like, because then there'd be like people like make, getting their own typewriters and like, we right. can make, you could pretend, copy this yeah, letter. Right. But no, they're making it like. This sounds like an onion article where the no. next one is just like China. Figures out how to bypass all NSA uh, secret gathering by simply no longer telling the other party the secret. <laughs> you know, like, we, we've we decided that we will come up with our plan, and then we're just not going to actually tell anyone. And then they'll never find out, because we're not actually <laughs> going to write it down or sure. say anything. Yeah, we just thought it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Only one person gets to know, and it's the person who made it up. Wow. That's it. That's that's ultimate top Does that, secret. Yeah, doesn't that feel like at some point that's like the that's the only way to have true privacy? Mm, yeah, I'm I guess not so. even going to tell it to anyone. I have a I have a plan just like that. Oh yeah, I just can't tell you. Wait, about yeah, it. you're the only. <laughs> right. You don't want to say it into this microphone. Honestly, I had something like that popping. You know when you have like that thought when you're like walking along a rail to like a really long gorge or a drop off or like if you're at the top of a building, you have that thought that like. I could just push someone over this or, <laughs> or I could just jump off myself. Right, right. You know, like you have that brief moment. Yeah. Just like I could totally. What if I fell? Yeah. I had a, I had a thought like that. That was so horrific. I can never share it with another human <laughs> being. It was so terrible. And I just, I just kind of like, I both smirked at myself and like, wow, that's fucked up. But then I also got sad to myself. Like, just like, dude, why would you ever have Was it the thought of that you could go up to a tall building and then um, hook up a bungee cable so that you were, uh, you you planned it out so, you you know, you would hang exactly just maybe, you know, a couple feet off the, the, the bottom of the street after you jumped off the building and then you would super glue your hands to your head and then you would put a thin like razor piano wire across um, the way so that when you ran and jumped off the building the razor wire would cut your head off but you'd still be attached to your hands so that when you you were hanging you were holding your own head in your hands and it was at about eye level of a person walking by i did not think about that (laughs) But that's pretty good. Is that, that's pretty good. Is it that horrific? That. No, 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 it was much worse. Oh, really? But not, uh, not as traumatic to another person, maybe. Oh, so traumatic to all, the, <laughs> all the people. Yeah, sorry. Uh, all right, moving on. Um, this next story comes from MacObserver.com, and it hits kind of close to home. Was some of our listeners may need to start a class action lawsuit with, with this gentleman. Okay. All right. A Nashville man named Chris Sevier is suing Apple for not installing filters on the computer that would prevent him from accessing porn. I heard about this. Yeah. So so he is taking them to court because he saw some things on the internet. 
How dare they publish this stuff? Yeah, it's no. I can't believe how how they they know that I'm. (laughs) How could they just let me go and find those things? Could you give me this freedom, you monsters? I I think if enough of us join with him in this lawsuit, (laughs) we can't lose i think it's funny if he was like when he's describing he's like i couldn't believe what i saw and then i continued looking <laughs> that, I, yeah, no, I dug the, deeper and deeper yeah, and i i could not believe what more things i saw that's and then exactly, i decided to see how far it went that's the suit and it went it, too yeah. far but i kept going it was an addiction that took <laughs> over his life and it's apple's fault yeah, yeah. It's totally well apple's it fault. kind of is let's yeah they Even let, though they let they gave they gave him the tools, yeah, I to, guess to make that happen. I don't know. That was around long before Apple, but still, yeah, they've got a lot of money. We should go after him. I want it. There was. Um, did you hear about uh, the UK? Is like, uh, man, I, I'm gonna scramble up some of the details because this isn't an, isn't an official story, but it's Here, happening. Hearsay. They are making an opt like an opt out program for. Um, they're gonna nationally filter explicit material on yes, the internet yes yes and you have to sign up to say don't do that to me yeah put put so, me on the list put me on the list of people who want to see filthy things well no <laughs> so here's the like deal the no, disgusting I was, blacklist i was reading up on this and yes porn is included but they were there also saying a lot that, of other stuff that revolutionary or esoteric oh, materials yeah. would also be included in that yeah. so it's like um i don't know like uh, joseph campbell would be included in right. that Right. So, so it's, I mean, I would sign up and just say, "Look, I don't want to be, I don't want it to be censored at all because I never know when the guy who puts out some sort of smut also puts out like a really awesome album or something." You know, like sure. you're gonna get you're gonna get residual uh, censoring happening, uh, maybe on things that uh, that you don't you don't want to lose. Yeah. So, so. but yeah, I, I think he should sue Apple. And I hope he wins because <laughs> that just sounds su- super dumb. <laughs> That's why I hope it wins. All right. Last story comes, or I'm sorry, first story <laughs> comes from the businessinsider.com. Um, I would like to read to you some of the new, uh, I'm sure you have a, a Facebook app on your telephone. I'm sure most of the listeners yeah, do too. Sure. I would like to read you the policy, uh, an excerpt from the policies of accepting that app. Okay. For the Facebook app? Yes. Okay. Uh, under the recording audio section, allows the app to record audio with the microphone. This permission allows the app to record audio at any time without your confirmation. Next section, take pictures and video. Allows the app to take pictures and video with the camera. This permission allows the app to use the camera at any time without your confirmation. Yeah. So it can can listen to you and it can record you Without your knowledge or permission at any point. Right. That's what Facebook does to The you. only thing that I wonder about that, and because I've looked into, for other reasons, the, the various states that um, apps run on the phone, I don't believe it could do that if it wasn't in, it would have to be in a running state. And so when you suspend it or you terminate it, it's not like, no, this is, I guess, where... But it's always Where, running in the background. But it's not. It that's is. The, no, that's the thing. I is, ha, do you have the widget? Here's My the widget thing. updates all the time. On iOS, there no regular app that's not made by Apple has access to the back end of the opera- operating system. Now, on your phone, on an Android, maybe that's true. But it's caused a lot of problems for people who want to do things. This is why, actually why the iPhone can't do a lot of cool stuff is because... 
like when you open up a, uh, let's say you're in your text messages and you want to click on a, um, a map link and you yes. want it to open up Google Maps right. app. There's no way to, for Google Maps to like get that data when it wasn't running because it goes to Apple Maps because they're the only one that gets to do that. Lame. So I wonder get if lost. the only time that it can't actually do that is when it's not running on an iOS thing mm. because it doesn't have access to system level stuff. Then again, at the same time, Apple probably did that so that they can just be recording and taking pictures. Uh, and then sell it to Facebook. And, and it's only them that gets to do it on their own system. And guess what? You didn't even get to sign a thing for that because you just buy the phone. Right. So maybe. You, you accept the terms. At this point, like, like we should raise a kid that is born today to just to tell them, like, there, there are f- f- there's video and, and audio recording everywhere. That's and you up, will man. you will that's be recorded. Up. Never well, before in human history has anything such. But understand that that's not a like. Um, I, I'm not saying this is good. This is right. You should just prepare. I'm, I'm saying that it is the reality. Sure. Now fight it, or not. Like yeah. that's uh, every individual's choice. But I feel like it should be. Hey, this is what is true right now. Yeah. So be careful. Okay. And then let's see if we can't fix it. Right. But I, at last I checked, they're still an NSA, right? Yeah. <laughs> they're still doing their thing, right? Right. There was a lot of backlash, but what did that do? No, oh, uh, nothing. I mean, it made it a lot easier for them to probably find out who was mad at the NSA. Very true. Because they were, we're already recording you, and now we're recording all of you people being mad about it. Yeah. C- <laughs> but we still complain more. We'll yeah. find you better. Yeah. It makes it. It makes it a lot quicker. Right. Listen, guys, it's a long algorithm. Sometimes it takes a long time, but if you are real vocal about it, then we know right right off the bat. Right. And all of a sudden, you're being audited. But the people talking about that new Smurfs movie, keep it up. (laughs) Good job. Good job, folks. America. if we could get our hands on the system, we could eliminate all the Smurfs people. We would know where they were. Uh, I could let them exist, but they have to... They can only do the following jobs. Make my sandwich at Subway... (laughs) Um, hand me my dry cleaning. Uh, collect carts at okay. the supermarket. No, see, I, I don't, I don't like your idea. Here's, here's, if, if we were in charge, we knew what those people were. You know yeah. what I would do? What'd you do? We would make a complex. Okay. They all have to live in. Yes. And there's nothing but Smurfs. I like it. Every, we, we have, we pay at great expense. We stop all this military stuff. Like we take all the money that the military spends. All right. yeah, we yeah, get yeah. all that money, right? We repurpose it. Now we have a ton of money. We can do anything. Tons of money. Anything. Every TV show that gets made, a Smurfs version gets made. But it's all Smurfs. Every movie that gets made, a Smurfs version gets made. Okay. They are not allowed to watch, talk, do anything not uh, Smurfs related. Okay. They have to live inside a, a, in a world. We create a like a fake city. Yeah. It's a real city as no, far no, as they're no. concerned. Yeah. They live in it. But, but everything oh, is Smurfs related. Dude, Every commercial is Smurfs. We force it down their It would take throats. two generations. Yeah. Yeah. It would take two generations yeah. to I have a completely separate species. Yeah. I don't even know if it would take two. I feel like none of One like nobody would survive. Yeah. The second generation would probably just off the first and then But then the but then the second generation would take it as ultimate truth and canon yeah, of reality. True. What could we do with those people? We could do so many things. We would have to keep them underground somehow. Yeah. They'd have to mine exclusively. Yeah. 
but then that would make us Gargamel, wouldn't it? It would. I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm okay I was, with I was, it too. I was always he had a okay. cat. Yeah, I, I don't know if you know that, but okay with that, that. That was yeah. that's totally fine. He did have kind of a man dress, though. Yeah, well, like, it's a wizard's robe. Let's not. Hardly. He got tripped up in it quite let's a bit. Not, but let's look. We start talking about robes and wizard. Like we're gonna have to eliminate a lot of guys. Okay. Let's, Gandalf was in a dress the whole time. That was. That was more. That was not a dress. It was a wizard's robe. That was a robe. Now Gargamel's robe was not very good. Maybe it was a cheap <laughs> oh, robe. Yeah, it was a trash bag. Maybe or maybe it was, um, you know, just a a bad design. Like it maybe was a trash you, bag you with a hole cut in the top for right. his head to come out. Perhaps wizard's robes are opposite in that when you get the cheaper one, you get more fabric, and that's why they're longer. Oh, and when you right. pay good money. You get the ones that come and it's up like and cinched up at right. the waist. It knows where it's supposed to lie. You get the good, yeah, you get the good like flowing sleeves. And, you know, when you're poor, sometimes you just wear what he you was, find. He was not a good sorcerer. No, he wasn't. I wasn't he just hungry. I'm pretty sure the whole <laughs> thing was just, he was just a cranky, hungry. He dude, just wanted man. to eat them. He was right? Misunderstood. And no, I think I think he lived somewhere, and they were constantly. Like, but he was in he his wanted way. to cook them. It was always the thing. I don't it was think like cooking. He was yes, I'm them. pretty sure he wanted I think to the cook. The cat them. wanted to eat them. I think they both he wanted to eat them. He didn't enjoy their hijinks. No, I'm thinking he wanted to eat them. And listen, we need we people. Need confirmation. People, people who looked at like a pig or a cow the first time probably thought it was weird too. But they're delicious, and I'll bet you Smurfs are delicious. I'll bet you. There's not much meat on them. Ah, you cook the whole thing up. You eat the know. bones and all. Could the listeners weigh in on this? Delicious. What, what was Gargamel's actual agenda? Yes. Was he hungry? I'm pretty sure he was just hungry. Is he a Smurfetarian? Hungry and and a pioneer in food. Like he wanted I to think... be the first to discover the new thing, and he saw these little people, and he thought, well, no one's probably tried to eat them. I, think, I should no. do it. I think he was just cranky and annoyed at their Have bullshit. Have you ever looked at Gargamel and Andrew Zimmern? They look the same. Whoa. Bizarre foods. Think about it. Yeah, it's get, yeah, it's get a him, conspiracy get there. A, a sackcloth robe. Um, speaking about um, scientists and uh, the horror that they create, I guess we weren't talking about that, but scientists and the horror that they create, scientists have figured out, hey, guess what? We can grow teeth out of human urine. I saw that. Did you see that? DNA. They take stem cells from urine, and they made t- teeth. Rudimentary tooth-like structures. That's the wow. most terrifying way <laughs> of like describing teeth I've ever heard. Rudimentary tooth-like structures. Right. I know a lot of people in Britain who have rudimentary tooth-like structures that, in their and, mouth. And, I mean, have you ever heard the phrase, I wouldn't piss on their teeth if their gums were on fire? <laughs> like, now there's... I've never heard that before. I wouldn't piss on thing? their teeth if their gums were on fire? I've never heard that. Oh, that's a common... <laughs> I have ne- I'm sorry. That's a totally common cliche. That is the most terrible thing I've ever heard. Yeah, but that, that I mean that is disdain right there. But like, now it's yeah. gonna start a whole new like a person who's like, I hate him so much I wouldn't even piss on his face. Like there's a lot <laughs> yeah, of people you yeah. hate, right? Right. That you're and like, you, I would yeah, love to pee on yeah, their face. That would happen. And then it's like, no, I hate him so much. Right. I would um, save. Also, their teeth. they um they they you know how they grew the teeth like structures? In the kidneys of mice. Oh. Now that's such an abomination. I'm not an animal rights activist or anything, but I don't think yeah. that those mice deserve to how, have how do you, urine pee teeth grown in their kidneys. And then how do you retrieve those? No, there's only you one don't. way. Yeah, there's, there's cut them out. There's one way. They take how, out they take out that kidney, and now it's just a bag of teeth. 
oh, it's a teeth purse. This is a urine teeth purse. A rat urine. Do you want? Do you want urine teeth grown in a rat? I don't know. What if they figure out a way though that you can just grow teeth? Like you take a pill and it's like we've yeah. We've, we got right. this. So, so now you got a tooth. How do you reconnect it? No, but they could they could just inject and then a tooth grows out of your gum. Oh, all right. Could to- what about could teeth grow out of my knuckles? Maybe that would be pretty bitching. That would be man. You'd be like, uh, what if you punched a man with your teeth fist and knocked his teeth out? It That'd would be also, ironic. It would also be a bite too. <laughs> Oh, jeez. So that, I mean, you would be superhero it's worst, status. It's the worst day for that guy. That would got bitten and punched at the same time. That would probably be super villain By the status, same, right? Yeah, it would do be. You, but do, would you classify that person as a mutant with superhero, like comic book level? Oh, yeah. Because I've, I've given you my theory that... that <laughs> there's, we, a couple, there's a couple X-Men, I think, that had that ability. We all have very low-level superpowers, <laughs> right. but that would be breaking through to that threshold where, wow, that is amazing. That is comic worthy. Um, yeah, tooth fist. Uh, let's uh, let's do one more here. Uh, this is just a feel good. We always need the feel good story, right? Yes. Um, uh, guy uh, wakes up to find that his uh, little kid got a hold of his smartphone, opened up the eBay app, bidded, and then won on a car. Nice. That kid knows what he's doing. <laughs> Uh, wow, what do you even do in that moment? Uh, he he gets an email from eBay saying, hey, congratulations on buying a car. Damn and then he looks over at the kid and, you know, hilarious montage or whatever. So he won a 1962 Austin Healey Sprite, oh, a damn. small sports car. Here's the funny thing, though. Guess what? It was only $225, and he just decided to keep it. That's not bad. Yeah. Why not? I'll take it to yeah, It's probably car. more more trouble to like try to send it back and get a refund. Right. Um so yeah, here's a kid basically bought his car for 16 Dude, you know for 16 year old birthday. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know they had cars that cheap on eBay. Yes, they do. I I wonder if it's a total clunker. I'll buy a clunker for Well, two. here's the weird thing about buying a car on eBay. Sometimes you can get a really good deal if you happen to be very close to the person selling it. Because then they're just like, well, you could just come get it. Uh, yeah. Ship- I'm sure that shipping is yeah. a huge portion yeah, of that. Yeah, that becomes a bigger deal, and they probably factor a lot of that cost into it. But I think yeah. that sometimes people are like, well, I just need, to get- I just need someone to take this away. Right. I'm going to have to pay $50 to have it hauled away. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I get there's a lot of places you can donate the car to and get a tax deduction, though. Yes, that is true. Maybe these people are jerks. Yeah, or maybe they just have it. I don't know. All right. All right. Well, uh, that's... Uh, Internet we're, re- we're starting the show. Internet so, Recon? Yeah, that's re- Internet Recon. Uh, uh, Mr. Gates is on the mic. Hey there, pillagers. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing... Well, actually, I'm pissed off. I just had to spend all my entire vacation fund on new tires for my truck. What? Yeah. That's ridiculous. pretty bummed out. All four? Yeah, I wanted to go just two, but... So the front two are bald, and then the back one has, like, a slow leak. I filled it up the last three days, and each morning I wake up, and it's still, like, a little squishy. Yep. I'm just like, oh. So I go down there, and yeah, that's my whole vacation I mean, if you're going to buy three of them... You right. might as well reset the clock on that fourth one yeah, so that you know exactly. the last time you bought them. So, Buying tires is the worst. It is the worst. Because, yeah, I, it, it wasn't in my budget at all. you can't not do it. Well, yeah. And right. it's, it's super important, yeah. but it never, 
Did you get an okay deal? I did. I I mean, I'm never gonna get fleeced, but I I mean, you know, I have a truck, not so it's cheap. more than I would yeah. want. Like but yeah, two hundred a a tire. Uh, no, Maybe. I, I well, that's what they wanted to start out at. Okay, but I was at about one forty five okay, yeah, yeah. a tire, but yeah. still, it's still a pain in the ass. Oh yeah. And I'm like, there. And it's always times four. Like you're thinking about yeah. this number, and you're like, well, that number sucks. And it's like, well, yeah, yeah but you got to do this four times. Oh, remember, plus installation, right? Plus right. Uh, disposal fee. And we got to rotate these things yeah. and spin them a bunch. Oh, you want air in them too? Yo, that's extra. Yeah, so. that takes up a lot of space. <laughs> so right. So that that like I did that right before coming over here, uh, and that kind of it was just bump. Like at first I was pissed, and then I was just resigned to the fact of like. All right, so instead of getting to go on vacation, I now just get to drive to work safely every day. That's my... <laughs> like. All, I get to continue to go to work to save up again to not go on vacation. Yeah, that's basically where oh. my life is at right now. I have to... I am putting off because uh, I don't have the money for it ever. Like, I, I hit the over the 100,000 mile, and they're like, you should probably, like, get Do all everything. new fluids. Yeah. And I'm like, that'll happen yeah. next time, buddy. I'll see <laughs> yeah. you next time. And no, then he, yeah, they, he's the same guy. And I go back and he's like, so it's the next time you want to do this? And I'm like, nope. Yeah, he, I need to drive this thing a whole bunch <laughs> in the next couple months. And so, nope. I just need you to change the oil in it, yeah. please. They're always trying to give me the guilt trip with yeah. just like, you know, we really should do this uh, yep. seventy-five thousand yep. mile checkup thing. Uh, and I know that, like, if I the longer I wait, the worse it'll be when everything craps out. And it's like, yeah, you really just should have changed that stuff this one time, and it would have cost you a fraction of what it costs now. But at the same time, I cannot make money exist; it does not exist. Yeah. So um, I'm going to go to a different place and then let them tell me the whole thing and be like, oh, okay, well, I'll have to do that next time. That's a good. But then <laughs> yeah. you're constantly jumping yeah. from place. Oh, wow. Let's keep moving around. That's quite a And dilemma. then, well, no, I'll go back to the other one, and they'll be like, we should really change this stuff. I'm like, you know what? I already went to a place, and I changed it all. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, we'll just mark this down. It's crappy again? Oh. <laughs> well, they, should, they must have done a terrible job. The, <laughs> the, I think I took the cabin air filter out of my car for whatever reason. I think I was going to, like, look it up. I buy my, I buy my, my oh, oil air filters fil- on air eBay f- or on Amazon. Air filters are the easiest. It's awesome. It's they're so cheap, it makes way you, cheaper. Yeah, they're gonna so, try to charge you like twenty one bucks. But to I buy do them it. for like eight dollars. It makes you feel like a real man. So open I must up the hood. I must have taken the the cabin air filter. The cabin air filter is like not even that important either because it's the one that for like your cabin air. Oh and no, it, I'm talking about the big one. No, no, I changed that okay. right like properly. Yeah, I took this one out. I think to look up the model number or something, and I never put it back. So when the guy went and checked, he's like, "Oh, you know." You're actually missing uh, your cabin air filter. I'm like, what? I had my oil change done by my friend, like by this other place, and they must have. I'll make sure I go back to them and talk to them about it. I'll make them change. And he's like, okay, that sounds pretty good. I'm like, <laughs> drive away. And I'm like, nope, not going to do that because it's probably me that left it out. <laughs> so, all right, <laughs> the uh, cars suck, man. Yeah, it's a it is a bummer. They're well, they're expensive, but it's you know I got some new shoes for my truck. Yeah, there you go. It's good to me. It, it, it hasn't crashed me, hasn't broke down on me really all that much. So I'll I'll, I'll give it some new tires. It's <laughs> all a good, right, good truck. Gates is a good. Uh, th- I'm I'm just about to introduce you here in a second here when we start up the show. Uh, this is the 86th episode of the Pillage Cast. Hey. My name is Josh. I'm going to be hosting this show. Hey there, pillagers. There you go. 
Gates and uh, and uh, I guess we'll just uh, play this beginning music, and I'll say, "Welcome to the Pillage Cast." Say it right. I will with this. And welcome to the Pillage Cast. And that's all you get, folks. We're out of here because we tricked you all. Listen to it backwards to hear it forwards. Exactly. We just end it here. I, I'm going I'm to cut all this stuff out because there's no point, but... <laughs> what a dumb episode. <laughs> This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com.